Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I am so good. I am so good. I cannot articulate how well I am for a plethora of reasons. Um, I will say that the moment that I've been waiting for has mm-hmm. come to fruition and yeah. that is that we finally got Kimmy back <laughs> yes Kimmy's here Kimmy how are you uh I'm so fantastic I'm so happy to be with you guys I thought I thought you were gonna count to 10 before you announced me in that moment as well like and put your and you and put your I can be sexual boys on. Yeah, I can be sexual. <laughs> she did. She did have the I can be she sexual. Can be voice. sexual. And yeah, here's the I thing. I can't believe it. I okay. I gotta be honest. And all I could think about when that scene was going down was like Katie Holmes and Joshua Jackson being ex like boyfriend and girlfriend in the moment, and like how bad that must have been for them to have to like be like half naked, being like, oh my god, we're gonna have sex right now, <laughs> like so close to each other. But I loved it. I they loved are it. Professionals, Jessica. They are. No, they were they were in the moment. They like went back to like this is this is how we did it. And they pulled from experience. Yeah. yeah. We, we saw like a full like soft core right there. That's what that was happening. Yes. <laughs> the slip of the oh. strap. Oh. <laughs> we'll get into this, but that gasp at the end. Did you hear? Yes, the gasp. I, I was like, oh shit, we're going there. 
Uh, it was a moment in time. I'm not going to lie. There's a part of me that's like, mm, did it really happen? Cause you don't see them like smoking in bed afterwards. And like, <laughs> unless I see like the aftermath of it. Then... Oh, I thought you were going to be like, unless I see him put it in, it didn't happen. No. <laughs> I mean, a part of me is like a lot can happen from initiation to afterwards, you well, the know? Thing the thing that was strange to me, Kimmy, is like, okay, because we have like assumed at this point that they've done kind of like the everything but, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because sure. that's where they are, right? They're like talking about the sex. They're they're getting close to the sex. They've Jerry done everything Potter's but. not giving blowjobs 110%. I cannot see that. Um, um, yeah, maybe. I feel like Pacey I, would do the yes. thing where but he Pacey like kind of like. definitely going down. Yeah. Oh, Pacey is a giver. A giver. Yeah, Pacey without a, a doubt. Giver. But I could see Pacey doing like the subtle like push the head down and Joey's like no PC and he's like okay you know like the very subtle like push the head down and she's like nah if you touch the top of my head then you are done for (laughs) you will not be pushing my head down I will go voluntarily you don't have to touch the back of my head (laughs) also can we just say like this episode has everything right like we got we got a death we got like a hot first of all Sarah, I did not remember that Mr. Brooks was still alive, like, after last episode. So we were just like, oh, he dead. He dead now. And now we, we have to, I, did we have to stretch? I mean, we did, because we had to get the satisfaction of the signed paper, the signed yes. mystery paper. Well, and we had to get the friend, like, the uh, the ex-best friend. Yes. So, Matlock. Like, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, like, yeah, I, I, I we, we, we needed all of that. But, no, I did not know that Mr. Brooks was, like, still kicking it. Well, he's barely, in a coma. So. Um, and well, uh, so many, yeah. That. So and, then, many and not only that, but like, okay, so this episode is everything, right? Pacey and Joey are having sex. Mr. Brooks is in a coma, about to die, and then, and then Jen and Jack are like, "Hey, let's fuck around a little bit. Let's get drunk and fuck around." Like choices, choices, Kimmy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't, like, like I, I have in my notes just to, act, like, to, I just need to know what Sarah's thought process was as Jack and Jen were about to do it. Like, I can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's dive into season four, episode 14, A Winter's Tale. Um, what a title. Uh, so we start out outside the bus. They're getting ready for their senior ski trip. And this is a wonderful trope of 90s teen television that people are going away on a senior trip. Sup- like, supposedly they have guardians and or chaperones, and yet... Where the fuck were they this entire time? None to be found. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. No, no. Um, it's, a, it's a it's a theme of Cape Side that like the, the Cape Side High is trash. Like yeah. there are like two hundred students and two maybe two chaperones. Like <laughs> yeah, it is. They are trash human beings, and and actually, Pacey is holding a trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah. How in the he has a paper bag for like do they not have a duffel he doesn't own luggage ma'am like his all family you doesn't give a, a fuck about him duffel, a backpack all you have just is imagine like- him traveling along with a paper bag in his boat for three months <laughs> it's ridiculous it's, yeah, it, it's would yeah, it would get it wet it would get wet and disintegrate at least then the plastic then you bag. lose your bag and then what do you yeah. have after that yeah, yeah. So, and no, so no senior trips for you all um we did a senior like day but where we went like we went north to like a uh cute little village that's like a very summery village we spent oh. the day there and we went on what's called oh. the mini haha 
which what? is a little like tugboat cruise boat thing for cruise a few hours. Cruising? But it was a day trip. It wasn't like an overnight weekend situation. Yeah. Listen, okay. I work in education and first of all, no, definitely no senior trips when I was a senior, mm -hmm. but like we definitely a hundred percent do not take our seniors on an overnight trip. That is <laughs> why. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, we do take our eighth graders on overnight trips. And what we do is we put tape on the hotel room door. And so <gasps> if you no, go and check the next morning out. and the tape is out, then somebody left. And then we, we take them back home because they left their, their hotel. <gasps> you take oh them back home all gosh. the way back home. Yeah, See, like, that's oh, actual good chaperoning, though, unlike yeah, these right. folks. We, we literally have flown children from California back to New York if their tape is off their door. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Get bad children. My senior trip was on overnight, but it was to it was a day trip to Dorney Park, um, it, which is a water park in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. like, and it is. was okay. fun, except that during one of the water slides, I like bit my lip because I have like big front teeth. And then like I was bleeding and then I had to go see the medic. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The drama. How embarrassing. Did anyone get their hair caught on fire, get pregnant. <laughs> I don't think so, but there was probably alcohol snuck on and there was mm. probably mm -hmm. kids smoking, but not me. I was just hanging out at the medic. Yeah. You could have lost your virginity. Lip. You could have lost your virginity to medic if you were holding <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> really? It's my opportunity. You, medic. Um, <laughs> so Gretchen is like, listen, this is a rite of passage. It's gonna be great. Uh, and yeah, so she's like, somebody got pregnant, somebody got arrested, and a girl's hair caught on fire. Um, and so, yeah, and so she's like, well, have fun, bye. Um, and Gretchen says, Joey, you should give Dawson a call. I'm sure he'd appreciate it. And she's just like, okay, okay. Um, uh, meanwhile, we have Jen and Jack. Um, and uh, they're like, Jen is just like, oh, you know, I should stay home with Grams. Like, Mr. Brooks is like about to die, and like, Grams needs me. And Jack, Jack brushes to son. He's just like, nah, she has Dawson. You know, they, they're like BFFs. She'll be fine. You're going to have fun. And it's just like, since when is like Dawson going to be comforting Grams? Get me like, what is this? No, like, you know, I'm not a Dawson. I am a Dawson hater by, mm -hmm. by trade, but like he got the shit end of the stick this episode. Like, I just don't understand why Dawson had to stay. I, it it makes no sense. And it sucks that this is a senior trip and he's missing it. <laughs> it's awful. It really, yeah, Mr. Mr. Brooks really screwed him over. He got the last laugh in this situation. He's like, I'm gonna like collapse and fall over so that you miss your senior trip and then you're left with this like huge life decision that you are not qualified to make. Yeah. yeah. But who would Dawson even room with in the in this whole thing? He he has no roommate. No, I he feel like this nobody. is, I think this is like prime territory. Like if he came on the, let's like a, in another world where Brooks isn't dying and he's able to go on the senior trip. I feel like we get the introduction to like a new character or he gets stuck with like, who's ever left. Who's like a super nerdy kid, you know, like that feels like the trope they'd lean into. Were there no adults? Like he literally um, could just room with Jack and Jen. And then what, what, what would happen then? Like they would have gotten Ooh, drunk. baby, menage a trois. <laughs> yes. I would have, I would have preferred that storyline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that could have worked for me honestly yeah. uh and then we get joey and pc like i gotta say 
for the most part, these two were just so unbelievably annoying this entire episode. <laughs> yeah, pretty insufferable. We yeah, where they're just like, oh, this is what we need. And Joey's like, what do we need? And he's like, you know, we got to get out of town. People like us. Well, people who need to, you know, get out of town. And it's like so awkward. It's just like, because we thought, okay, so after last episode where they're like, oh, we'll be scared together. It was like, great. Okay, they've decided to like, just be afraid together and they'll make it work, Kimmy. And then we get this nonsense where it's just like, oh, it's so like awkward together. And I can't, I can't. It's so annoying. I, 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 I need to like go into deep therapy about how much I love this angst between the two of them. <laughs> like, I don't understand, I Kimmy. I love you know it. I'm trying. You I know, know I, I just am. I love it so much because you can feel the tension and you feel like it's like I, I can see them like try to like. They like one rip off each other's clothes, but they they just can't. So they're like yeah. going around each other. So I really enjoy it, but I understand how it's insufferable, and that I should really talk to someone about this. <laughs> <laughs> I just like just the two of them, and you usually the season I've been on Team Joey because Pacey to me has been pretty annoying this he's, season. He's had a bad season, but yeah, were but you he's on team? trying yeah. so hard this episode? He is. He really he's trying is. so hard, and, and Joey is being that person who like you give them like an olive branch and she just fucking smacks it out of your hand it's like yeah. calm the fuck down and then it's, it's like, like anything right yeah. yeah and then like automatically nope like team pacey in this like he is trying and she's just being impossible yeah. and i just don't know if she she said that she was scared but did, at any point in time did they did she talk about what she's afraid of and I, and I was trying to yeah. figure it out and we can get into more later because i was like she's not articulating to him what she's afraid about and i think um i mean we don't know if she's afraid that like it's gonna hurt we don't know if she's afraid <laughs> of like expectations like he's yeah. been with two other women before her is that what she's so afraid about like she like we the audience never got to understand what she's afraid of yeah mm. it was just like general fear that was thrown out and never really explained i'm with you sarah it kind of doesn't make a ton of sense but that's joey because we'll never exactly. fully understand what yeah. joey is trying to spit out of her freaking face yeah she's inarticulate and she's a teenager right like you she's just she just feels like scared and i feel like she's trying to push yeah. pacey away and he mm -hmm. refuses to be pushed away which is what i love I, it's very yeah, yeah but then yeah. Like, like let's have a conversation with bessie like oh bessie like does your first time hurt or like what happens if i'm not as good as andy or you know that old Tammy, Tammy, yeah, Tammy. yeah. yeah. Um, and then Bessie be like, "Why are you having sex? You're not ready. You're a child." Yeah, this and is then, why she doesn't talk to Bessie. Remember, Bessie found the condoms and she flipped the fuck out. I wouldn't want to talk to Bessie either. How dare you be safe? Yeah. Both Bessie and Bodie have disappeared. Like, yeah, <laughs> like so. Gone, yeah, you don't know where they are. Like it's just like baby Alexander. Oh my god, watching himself. At the Potter B and B, yeah. So everyone who wants to get laid this weekend gets on board the bus, um, and so they're doing all the roll call and whatnot, and uh, and so Jack tells Jen that it's like, listen, it's not. This isn't about skiing. It doesn't matter if you know how to ski. Which also, she's like fucking rich and from New York. How do you not know how to ski, Jen? She's been um, skiing. Yeah, yeah. she's, she's uh, unless she's a snow bunny like me and just hangs out in the lodge I in front of that. the fire. She's not into it. She was yeah. doing drugs. She was doing drugs and having sex. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um. And so he's like, the senior trips aren't about what's like the actual skiing. It's not about what goes on during the day. Mm -hmm. Um. And so of course, of course, we can't get away from Yui for a single. <laughs> 
fucking episode. Him and Anna are now together and are sitting behind Joey and Pacey. Um, and they're like, it's like, oh, we're gonna stop meeting like this. Like, only Yui would say that fucking line. We're gonna stop meeting like this. Well, Kimmy, yeah. what, what, we haven't heard your thought on, uh, Gibi. Like, what do you think about this dude? He is, like, I think we need to do a list of the most insufferable Dawson's Creek characters. Yes. And I'm, I'm and I'm trying to figure out if I hate Henry or Yui more. And <laughs> tough all, honestly. I know. But Yui... He he continuously gets worse. You know what? It might be Henry just because the show wanted us to like him. And mm. so I was like, who the fuck do you think we are? We're not dumb. Whereas Yui, they're just straight up like, yeah, you should hate him for sure. Yeah, there's just no redeeming qualities about him. And like, mm-hmm. he just, he's the, he's the goddamn worst. Like, I, no, thank you. And he's still no. nearly hot. Like, not, like, almost good looking, <laughs> but hot. not. He's yeah. too awkward. He has no swag. Like yeah, not, there's not there's nothing that appeals to me about him. I need him with a little bit of swag. He's just yeah, he's just like insecure and uh, yeah, no, I see no hotness. Like yeah. daddy hates him. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, we know why. Um, and so then we have Jen again pestering Jack about Toby. She's just like, because he says, oh, if sexual misadventures were an option, I'd be all over it. And she's like, well, there's Toby. She's like, I don't understand. You have to give me a reason. Is he too cute? Is he too intelligent? And like, this is where I feel like, like Sarah, we gave Jack an out where we were like, Toby sucks, right? Like Toby is pushing too hard. They don't have chemistry. Like they don't have a ton in common besides both being gay, right? Mm-hmm. But the show instead makes Jack out to kind of be like a jerk here where Jack is just like, oh, he's like, he's too gay. It's too obvious that he's gay and it's a turnoff for me. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, the way that he said it isn't good. However, I think that there's nothing wrong to be for Jack to be like, I have a certain je ne sais quoi that I'm attracted to. Yeah, and Toby's fair. not it. Maybe he shouldn't say what he actually said, but I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not a gay man. Like, maybe they have a certain attraction to certain people. Yeah. I guess but it wouldn't be it's no different than me saying like I'm attracted to beards and like beards are like a a thing that is like a show of masculinity, right? Like sure, I'm attracted yeah. to like facial hair and he's And then just there's like, my friend who Dina who in bed with her husband talks about how much they love Gucci, you know? Like everybody is interested in different Wait, things. When they're in bed, they talk about loving Gucci, like the brand. Yeah, like they like they talk about like you know like things that they that like more like I don't know designer like shoes and okay. like whatever. Like he's like I just love the like, in bed aspect of yeah. it. I feel like. like- trying to get I, that story in i feel like you like you're like yeah you're, you're like, like just really jumped in sex they're like god i love gucci so much like <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I envision that that's what it probably is yeah you're envisioning this happening now i mean I, i've been friends with dina for a really long time we talk about everything no 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 i have a lot of long-term friends i do not picture them having sex like that's not i don't <laughs> picture them having now i am but no i don't no i don't this is going places um and so yeah and so i don't know kimmy tell us how you feel about the whole uh, toby of it all and like the fact that jen is so insistent on on jack and him dating 
so like I have a little bit more context because I know like what happens. Yeah. So like uh, my vision is skewed about that. But in this particular conversation, what I was intrigued about was like Jack being like, oh yeah, sex was on the table. It's like, sir, all you've ever done is just kiss Ethan. And that's yeah. it. That's it. And and Jen, the last person that you kissed was Henry. And so both of you are like nuns. <laughs> and so I don't want to hear about like, ooh, we're going to get like, okay. Like, like, yeah. like, like you both need to go kiss somebody and, and to like have a little bit of fun and stop talking about people who are not here and go have, find someone to make out with because this is embarrassing. You're teenagers. There's no options at Cave Side High though. Like I wish that the senior ski trip, there was another senior class from a different school. Like how fun would that be? Like a little like intermingle. That would be fun. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Um, I like that better than the Jen and Jack escapades that end up. But yeah, and then like, of course, Yui, all he could talk about is like, hey, Pacey, I'm going to be getting it in this weekend. How about you, bud? Like, always, always. And like, why are you even sitting near Yui? Like, the moment I see him on the bus, I'm going in the exact opposite direction of wherever he's sitting. And also, guys, like, what happened to the real Penelope? Like, what did they do with her? They never explained it. Tied her up. just like took her. And then we, I'm like, all of a sudden, Anna has friends. And we're like, I'm like, where did they, what did they do with Penelope? I'm actually very scared. I I envision that they like paid Penelope off. I mean, I needed to see that because otherwise. Because Anna's apparently rich. Remember her dad is like the board, whatever. Yeah. I think they paid Mm -hmm. Penelope off. They're like, hi, Penelope. Here's. I mean, how much would it take to not go to your senior ski trip? Is a thousand too low? Too low. You need to too pay low. For Here's five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. <laughs> I think that's a good amount. Five thousand. Go and mm. spend the weekend in Cape Side, and we will take your ticket. Yeah, yeah it works. Okay, they paid. Her that off. makes sense. Um. So then we go to the the hospital, and we see. So I was like, "Whoa, Mr. Brooks is alive." Um, he's in the hospital, and Grams is already there. And Dawson asks, "You know, what did the doctors say?" So apparently, he's in a coma, brought on by pills. So assumption is he took all of the pills that he hadn't been taking as like a way to, you know, lull himself into death. Um, and the machines are keeping him alive. Uh, but he still has cancer very much, obviously. And so Dawson makes a good point of saying, you know, he's kind of stuck between dying and, and dead right now. Um, and uh, and Graham says, yeah, watching. I was trying to think of, like, what Arthur would be thinking right now, you know. Uh, there's all these doctors coming in, checking monitors. But you know what? It's in It's in God's hands. And I just want to say it's not. It's in Dawson's hands right now, Sarah. Like, Dawson yeah. is the one who gets to be <laughs> Decisions. Yeah, I kind of hate that the show and even Mr. Brooks in a way put Grams in a position again where she is waiting in this limbo on another yeah. man that she has feelings for. Like mm-hmm. we already did this with Gramps. Like she she was waiting for Gramps to come out of coma for months and months and months. Yeah. And then he like did. And then after that, he passed away. Like if it was if it was like real, I feel like Grams would be very like triggered and traumatized by this. And I know that like I think that Gramps, um, sorry, Mr. Brooks didn't mean to put himself in this particular situation. Like I think that he meant to, you know, um, 
passed pass away, away from yeah, peacefully this. at his home. But although, I just, why was he on the ground if that was like, if I'm passing away peacefully on purpose, like I'm doing it in bed, like I'm not gonna fall on the ground, <laughs> right? So I just feel like I feel really bad for Grams in the situation who is waiting on another man that she cares about to either wake up or not. Yeah, I, I 100% agree, but also like. I was confused as to like them being like, should we pull the plug or not? If he took the pills to pass away peacefully, it sounds like he made his choice already. And so that yeah. was like my biggest confusion of the whole episode is like, he already told you what he wanted. He'd wanted not to be in this pain. He wanted not to be sick. Yeah. And you're prolonging his life for what reason? So that, that was my only confusion about this. Yeah. I'm with you on that as well. And we'll get into that when we get like Dawson having to make this whole decision yeah um but for now let's go back to the ski resort where people are getting off the bus uh and we have joey <laughs> joey has so much luggage for this is sarah <laughs> joey is sarah joey has like two ginormous bags for an overnight stay um i think it's not enough bags <laughs> who knows what you need you really Man. don't i mean Man. i if I, I mean this is i think she underpacked here this is the most unrealistic part of this whole episode is like that Joey's an overpacker. Joey feels to me like not an overpacker. I know. Uh, like if she's like, if there's any chance that this might happen, I'm bringing the candles. I'm bringing like <laughs> the furry blanket. Like I'm bringing, like she is like making sure she has like everything in line to make this night potentially perfect. Hmm. I think she uh, that that's like very generous. I think I feel like <laughs> we saw her wear two in the bag. We saw her wear two sweaters and yeah. the same pair of jeans, and then like that little pajama number. Okay. Yeah, you know and what she's to- bringing. You know what she's JB bringing. Alexander. Her fucking hair straightener, so she can crisp the fuck out of that hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. We'll talk about that later. What happens if she had to bring Baby hair. Alexander and Baby Alexander's in the bag? Oh yeah, because who else is gonna in. watch Baby Alexander among the blankets to keep him warm? Yeah, he's yeah. raising himself for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, so she like Joey's like, oh, I'll carry him, I'll carry him. And so Pacey's like, come on, give me the bags, I'll carry him. Uh, and so this this fucking chaperone, the one chaperone we see this entire episode, he's just like, listen, this guy here, whoever the fuck he is, is going to be handing out room keys. Don't get excited. They're all the sleeping arrangements are same sex. And the, the mini bars, you know, the keys to the mini bars have been confiscated. So he hands the keys to whoever the fuck this kid is. He's a teenager, yeah. too. And he's like, where's the bar? And then he leaves. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this, But this box that all the keys were in was so small. And there's so many children there. I was like, there's not enough keys. There's not enough. I was so concerned about the sleeping yeah. arrangements here. Very worried for these children. I, like... I have no words to explain how bad of a chaperoning this is. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, as someone who's involved in like school stuff, Kimmy. I what? <laughs> he literally just walks away, and no. you took the keys from the mini bar. No, you removed the mini bars from the rooms. What yeah. are you doing? Like this is in, it's it's actually insane behavior and negligent behavior. Like yeah, and, and oh, well, we'll get into negligent behavior later when he sees Jen. <laughs> but yeah. This is ridiculous because Yui, of course, Yui immediately takes it and he's just like, Joey and Pacey, one for you. Get it in. You're welcome. There's a rollout <laughs> if you can't get it in. Uh, and then he throws one to Jack and Jen and he's just like, yeah, no some sexual implications here. Here you go. And then he takes one for himself. 
And then he's like, good luck, everybody else. Like, what the <laughs> fuck did he do? Like, what the fuck? This is such a weird plot device as a way to get those ones rooming together, you know? At least, at least Yui is, like, concerned about his non-friend friends. Like, all he cares about is that his non-friend friends are, like, get their own room. And I thought that was considerate. And these rooms are huge. Like, they're maybe, massive. Maybe what? the thing is, it's like there really were supposed to be like four people to a room because the rooms are huge. Oh my God. We're going to get like, and especially because Joey in Pacey's room has a fucking king size bed. So, you know, Kimmy, somewhere else, there's like four kids sleeping on one queen oh, because sure. Joey and Pacey got the king. And, and they have a fire. Like, like, yeah. like, what is going there on here? Are two humongous dressers. <laughs> Yeah. In that room, it was a massive room. They got the honeymoon suite for goodness' Basically. sake. For yeah, sure. for sure. This is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and so, so yeah, and so Jen is just like, ugh, you know, I'm not gonna complain. We're gonna have fun, and immediately she slips and falls. Like poor Jen, she can't, she can't get it together this episode. And, and Jack doesn't. No one seems to be concerned about Jen. People need to be concerned about Jen this episode. I think. Okay. Let's she talk fell. about shoes attraction, Kimmy. Say again. <laughs> Let's talk about shoes attraction. If you're going to go on a trip like this, you need shoes with a grip. They're oh, all wearing attraction. like traction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, are, yeah. They're all wearing like little van slip-ons. It's not safe. No, Jen was not prepared for this trip in any way, shape, or no. form. Like, I, I feel like her outfits are off. Like, her shoes are <laughs> off. Her, her mentality is off. She was yeah. not prepared. She wanted to be at home with Graham's and Mr. Brooks. She should have switched roles with Dawson and let Dawson come on this trip and get it in with Jack. Now that would be a great storyline. Yes. Ooh. We'd love to see it. Yeah. Uh, so meanwhile, back at the hospital, Dawson's leaving and he gets stopped by a very familiar looking doctor. Sarah, did you know who this man was? Uh, no. What? Yep. Jess knew and you didn't? I know. Who's I this know. dude? Dr. Bluth. As I yes. called him, oh, Doctor Bluth. Well, his real name is Doctor Brown in this episode. I looked very closely. Yeah, um, but like he's 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 a Bluth from that show. What's the from show? Arrested called? Development. Yes, Arrested Development. So there's oh, a comedy called Arrested. I don't, called I don't, Arrested. Watch the, I don't I watch haven't the seen Arrested it either, but I know who this guy is. Is to his name is Tony Hale? Not to mention Sarah. Yeah. Once upon a time, you guessed it on a little podcast called Community Building, uh, What's where that? they had a pottery class. This guy was also the teacher in that episode. <laughs> oh, okay. He he's in a he's in a lot. He's a very famous comedian. Um, no, the name Tony Hale sounds very familiar. I get very off put by number one small glasses in general. Like this is why I can't take <laughs> Toby seriously. <laughs> I can't take Toby seriously because of his stupid small glasses. Now this doctor also has stupid small glasses but they don't fit his head and they're like <laughs> they're tilted they're so tilted and the little strap the little side of the glasses is in the side the top side of his head they are so tilty and i was very distracted by this doctor's glasses in this scene wow yeah that dr booth sucks like his glasses <laughs> he suck. really does suck <laughs> he really does because he like First of all, Dawson's not even like on his way into the hospital. He's leaving. He's leaving. I'm and he's gone. just like, I'm oh, dead. by the way, to traumatize you before you leave, <laughs> um, I need to talk to you in my office. And he's just like, no, let's like just talk out here. He's like, okay, well, great. You're a healthcare proxy for Mr. Brooks. And he's just like, oh, but I was just doing that to get his pills. And he's like, yeah, but um, he doesn't have family. So like he's your responsibility now. And it's just like, 
He's like, maybe, maybe you should call your parents. It's like, maybe fucking lawyers should get involved and, you know, I don't know, contact his fucking parents or guardians, Kimmy. This is fucking nuts. No, no. I've watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy. This is not how they tell people they need to pull the plug, okay? They they (laughs) They sit down in like a really comfy room. Yeah, they sit them down. They say, here are the percentages of their, of the likelihood that they will survive. Yes. Like all stuff. He's like, I can't tell you anything. Uh, Good luck. Sorry, I know it sucks. Good good luck to you. Goodbye, sir. Yeah. This is some bullshit, Sarah. This is some bullshit. Like, he's just like, oh, yeah, call your parents, by the way. And then they're all in the doctor's office uh, with Mitch and Gail and all them. Mm-hmm. And he's just, Mitch is just like, but he signed the paper so he could pick up his medicine. And the doctor, having no sympathy, zero bedside manner, it's just like, I know why he signed it. It's like, fucking, what the fuck? <laughs> it was this um, Mr. Brooks's intentions was it truly to sign the medicine uh, to pick up the medicine or was it to give Dawson responsibility of himself because I, I I'm trying to figure out like what he did it so secretly you know like he like did it under the table when Grams wasn't paying attention I feel as though this was like in his way his intentions and like if Dawson is not given or passed down Mr. Brooks's house and all of his belongings. <laughs> I will go over the yeah, edge. Because this, like- this is bullshit and it doesn't make it, it feels plot holy, Kimmy, because yeah. like, okay, Mr. Brooks makes Dawson his healthcare proxy. But if 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 Mr. Brooks's intention is to full on complete suicide and and find a way out through taking all of those pills, right? He didn't expect to be in a coma, at least at least that's the way you'd think, right? So, yeah. like, what is even the point of having Dawson sign the healthcare proxy? Like, because you could put him in your will without having to do that, you know? It's not one and the same. It's two separate things, yeah. the will and the healthcare That's proxy. what I'm saying. That's why it doesn't – it feels very, like – it's Kimmy, it feels exactly just like a plot device to get us to this point. Yeah, they, they definitely were trying to, like – do something here that that they that they they failed badly at. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. He 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 wouldn't do this to Dawson. He his whole thing was like I don't want to be a burden on anybody, and he wouldn't do this to Dawson that he's known for like six months. Um, yeah. and so they wanted it to be like us to, to I guess they wanted us to see Dawson suffer. Like I don't I don't know what what the point of this was, but it was not good. Yeah. Yeah, it makes more sense. Like, it feels very traumatizing to poor Dawson. And I feel like Mr. Brooks wouldn't necessarily want to burden him with that. Not saying he would do it to Grams, but like being that Grams has gone through something similar and is much more mature, right? Like, she and she's a like, nurse. Yeah, she is a nurse. Like, you'd think that it would make way more logical sense. Um, but Gail's freaking out and she's just like, a piece of paper should not give a teenage boy the responsibility to decide to decide when and how a man should die. And the first time I like stand Gail pretty much ever was when she said that to <laughs> I was just like, yeah, exactly. And the doctor, the doctor just comes back with, oh, it's state law. And it's like, bitch, he's a minor. He is a fucking minor. What All do you right. mean it's state law? Let's let's see. Massachusetts medical <laughs> proxy. Oh my god. Uh, so while you're looking that up, yeah. So the the doctor's just like, you know what? You're right. It shouldn't be his choice, but it is. So I should leave this to discuss amongst yourselves. And Kimmy, exactly. Like, we need the moment where he's like, What are the chances? You know? And the doctor just says, Oh, I don't know, but it wouldn't make your decision easier. The it fuck act- kind of doctor is this? Yeah, it would actually make my decision a lot easier if you were like, there is zero chance that he will wake up. 
Like, I don't, and not I, only that, but if he wakes up, like, dude, he has fucking pancreatic cancer. Like, mm-hmm. that's a silent killer, right? Yeah. Like, that is a fucking serious form of cancer that most people do not catch, and it kills them. And so I feel like at this point, you're like, not only is he fucking old, but he's in a coma, and he already has pancreatic cancer and seemingly wants this to right. be the end. Right. This is actually a pretty easy decision, I feel like. Like, yeah. they're trying to make it, like, stretchy, but I'm just like, I don't, I don't understand what we're... Yeah we're debating about here like the drama is not there yes this is very different kimmy than like um a oh mr brooks is a lot younger and gets in a car accident and right. he's in a coma exactly, you know exactly exactly yeah. exactly yeah sarah have you been able to find anything oh uh, it doesn't have to be one? notarized but you do need two witnesses that's what i found well, out didn't so have any far. witnesses so that's not good yeah you do need to have two witnesses um and it, has, it says it has to be an adult. So yeah, and he's not yeah. an adult. That's so he, so I would assume that means over eighteen. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it, it explicitly says a adult needs to sign it and be um in the presence of two other adults that they can yeah. sign the paper and be a witness. But the oh, and here we go. The witness shall affirm in writing that the principal appeared to be at least 18 years of age of sound of mind and under no constraint or under influence yeah well they have to be they have to be fully aware oh for four of Mm -hmm. what they are signing for but she's not so uh and yeah so mitch says well given the situation it would seem that the only humane thing to do and gail like stops him and he's like i don't want to talk about it like we have to do this and gail says dawson you don't have to make any decisions and it's just like the fuck he doesn't yes he does (laughs) like what do you mean he doesn't have to make decisions and dawson is the one again with the level head and says i do but i don't know what the best choice is and Mitch just says, oh, you're not going to know. And it's just like, no one is fucking helping Dawson in this episode, no. Kimmy. Not a single human is helping Dawson. No. They're all they're all making me mad because they're making me extra sympathetic towards Dawson in this episode. <laughs> like, Well, okay, can you at least agree with me and Sarah that he has had a good season four? Oh, it is. It is one of his most phenomenal seasons. Okay. I, I think it's the only good one, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I can be it's quite honest. Infuriating how yeah. good he is. Zen yeah. Dawson is best Dawson. Yes. And I think, yeah. um, like, and thinking back, I think each season, all six seasons, they choose one character to destroy. Um, yeah. Like, and, and truly, like, um, this is this is Pacey season where they're they're trying to destroy yeah. his character, um, but the, and in, in in doing so they have uplifted Dawson to the nth degree. It's yeah. true. This it's is true. such a solid point, and I can't. I totally agree with that. Given we were like, what the fuck did you do to poor Andy? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. And then very, Je- very Jen in season that. two, Dawson yep. season one, like. Yeah, Joey will get her time. I was gonna say Joey's getting her time sometime. I mean, right this episode, she would fucking. I mean, Joey has been on the slow decline since season one. So yeah, she has. She lost a bit of her like snappy, biting kind of attitude that we loved about her. Um, she's kind of gotten that doled out of her a little bit through all her trauma she's gone through. Um, speaking of Joey, we're in uh her and Pacey's room. They're kind of unpacking, and uh, and Joey's wearing this like. This is such a like 90s, early 2000s sweater. It's like this pale, pale yellow, like Easter yellow. And it's like you can see the fuzz coming off of it. Um, what I a like look. It. What a look. I like it. It's, it's, She's worn it cool this sweater before. Has she? 
she has. I remember it, and I still yeah. like it. You're you're like Pacey from prom. You're like you were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know exactly what you were wearing. Um, yeah, and so they're talking about how oh, this is kind of similar to when we were on the boat. Um, and, and yeah, like it's, it's still super awkward. Like Pacey's like, what do you want to do? Junk food, television. And he's just, and Joey's just like, oh, so like exactly what we do at home. And he's like, well, this place has way more channels. He turns on the TV and like, again, Kimmy, why are you having access to porn in your, in your room? I, this is a quick side story is I had a, 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 my 13th birthday party at the Marriott hotel and we had adjoining rooms and one of our friends locked us out of the of the room mm-hmm. and she was in there watching porn <gasps> the next what? day gosh the next day my aunt got the bill and she was like what movie did you guys rent last night and i was like i don't know i i, I, I you know i lost all the words to like to do this but like i I distinctly remember being like, what in the world? How is, how is this even able to happen for a 13-year-old? Like, they should completely cut this off. And this was like, you know, how old am I? Like, in the in the 2000s, right? Like, yeah, it's you couldn't get porn on the internet. And so you had to, like, she was, yeah. like, watching full-on porn at my birthday party, my 13-year-old birthday party. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the audacity. How dare she? Yeah. Never so... They didn't say what movie it was on the bill. No, not at all. You know, they, they, they don't do that. They just put like this, but Matt was like, it's very expensive. And I was like, I bet it was. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever talk to her about this? No, she had a lot of a lot of problems. There's, there's a lot going on there. I shouldn't invite her, but you have to invite the whole class, you know. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. And like Pacey's just like, uh, oh, how do you suppose they get in that position? And Pacey again, like Pacey is like really good PC episode because Agreed. he's trying so hard to make this haha to make this easier for Joey and saying like can't we just laugh about this and Joey is being so un- infuriating because she's just like laugh about what what do you mean about what Joey like we they you both know what you're talking about yeah and he's just like sex like and I love how like Pacey is someone who doesn't beat around the bush. He's just like very blunt with things yeah. and very blunt about his feelings. He's not playing around anymore. And he's just like, it's the only rational thing left to do. You can't try it. You can't run from it. It's everywhere. It's like food and water and air. And Joey just says, well, can't we breathe something else? It's like. Idiot. She's she's really off this episode. It is not her mm-hmm. greatest, greatest showing. Yeah. I'd say like they could, but she's acting like so prickly that it's, she's making it like uber awkward and like she's like refusing to like she you know instead like she'd be like let's go out like let's get a breather let's have some fun but like she's acting like he's doing something wrong because it's like in the air because it's yeah like on top he's not he's not the thing is is he's not acting any differently than he normally would right Right. but she is acting like everything he's doing is a sexual innuendo right and it's not and he, she says, like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to spend this week like we pa- spent the last week, like being super tense when we're like really close together. And he says, I'm not tense, I'm relaxed, I'm on vacation. Like they agree, they're in a complete agreement. It this weekend doesn't have to be about sex, and they agree on that. And so, like to me, I'm like, this is the point. After you have this like very brief conversation, you should go have fun. Like this right. is your weekend, and Joey immediately joey like puts the kibosh on any fun that's going to be happening this weekend she's too tense 
Like two tens. She if needs anyone to get needs, it in. You're about to say if anyone needs to get, get get laid, it needs to be Joey. Like it's too much. Sarah, at this point, did you were you like, I'm never gonna see sex on this show? Like, yeah, I was like, it's not happening. This is like, you know, this is a virgin show. Like everybody, nobody's having sex sex on the show. Yeah. I mean, like, I was fully convinced that it was just not gonna happen. Like, I thought this was yeah. gonna be the breakup episode. Ooh, oh, because well, they've been dating for nine months, which also mm-hmm. like in terms of uh high school relationships, right? It's a long time. Nine, nine months is a very long time. Oh, and nine sure. months where you spent three of those months alone on a boat together, granted the first three months of your relationship, but still spending every waking moment together. Yeah. Um, I was like, I don't know any teenagers who would spend that long together and not and have not, sex unless yeah. it was like a we're not until marriage or like unless right. you had a certain reason not to. If that makes right. Sense. Yeah. I mean, I, do you both remember the um pi- not the, pi- the first episode of the season when Joey got off the boat and she had like her wavy, sexy yeah. like yeah. beach hair yeah. and like her like tiny little top and she was like so chill and relaxed like. You know, if that Joey is not having <gasps> sex, then it's like, how is this Joey going to have sex? I just had a revelation. The straighter Joey's hair is, the more uptight she is. Mm, that's, that's true. That's I wish that Joey would go into like beach hair again. Me too, because yeah. what is the what are these fucking bangs doing? Like, what are those little <laughs> choppy pieces of fucking nothing doing? What's happening? You hate her bangs so much. I fucking really. hate them because we all had those like weird side bangs, but hers aren't even side bangs. They're just these two pieces that are chopped significantly she, shorter than the rest. She just needs She's to tense. blow them out. It's fine. Yeah. She needs to blow something. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, and so then we're in Jen and Jack's room and she's like, you know, she has ice on her ankle. She's having issues and Jack is unpacking and she's like, what if it needs to be amputated? And I was like, oh, this is Sarah. Like uh, Jen has now <laughs> assumed the role of Sarah on the show. Uh, Jack's like, you want me to find a doctor? She's like, oh, it's probably bruised. And so she's just like, uh, Jack's like, you know what? We're going to have fun. Even if I have to carry you around. Uh, and so Jen is just like, okay, I need to take a bath before dinner. Help me take my pants off. And Jack is just like, no. First of all, I don't really understand, Kimmy, why you need someone to help you take your pants off with a hurt ankle. This was literally my first thought. I was like, what injury prevents her from being able to take <laughs> off her pants but she can still walk? Like, I was really racking my brain. Yeah. I was just like, I don't understand this. Like, Jen is hitting on Jack here. Like, the, like she is literally trying yeah. to seduce him in a very weird way. Because, um, like, there's no need for him to take off her pants. That was weird. It was unnecessary. <laughs> Yeah, it was very strange. Um, I was and- buying into the narrative. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, she yeah, needs- take her pants off. Yeah, she needs help. Like, why is it a big deal? Yeah, totally well, the cool. Other thing that doesn't okay, because I guess I I I kind of waffled on on my feelings on this, right? Because Jack doesn't want to, and in my opinion, like if Jack is uncomfortable in any way, shape, or form, like Jen needs to drop it. Like it doesn't matter if he's gay or straight or whatever. It doesn't matter if they're friends or strangers. Like if he's not comfortable. You shouldn't be pressuring him to do it. But Jack's reasoning is, well, you're a girl and I'm a boy and there's boundaries and rules. And and he's like, it's inappropriate. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, (laughs) what kind of rules and boundaries are you talking about? Um, and you guys take off your friend's pants. Like I've never taken off any of my friends. I wouldn't. I I mean, I, I, I sure say I haven't, but like if my friend like really, was really hurt to the point where they couldn't and they needed help, I would. Like, like it's not sexual like, at that point. It's like a sore ankle. 
like you would take off your that feels very strange right (laughs) like if sarah came to me and was like my ankle hurts help me take my pants off i'd be like bitch take your own pants off i would do anything for you jessica if you need me to take off your pants i'll do it (laughs) that's just just a friend i am i would do it if like you seriously could not like right like if you really needed help i would do it but like i'm I feel like Jack's response shouldn't be it's inappropriate. He should be like, your fucking ankle is fine. Take your own pants off. The other day I was at the beach and my top came undone. I needed a friend to help me. I would do that. That's a, I would of course do that. That's putting putting more clothes back on. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's the opposite. Okay. I got it. I got it. Yeah. 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 Uh, And so Jen has like, again, very much what I felt like was a Sarah response. She's like, fine. Don't help. When I have to touch a wooden foot every morning, I'm going to remember this. (laughs) Pretty sure I've said this before. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. Out. you're like it's okay i'm just dying over here but yeah. let us leave me fine i'm fine i'm fine <laughs> uh and so jen starts to like undo her pants like in front of jack like on her way to the bathroom and he's just like whoa 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 like what are you doing and then uh he says would you want me to take my clothes off in front of you and she like makes a face kimmy she makes a face yeah she's into it i'm telling she's you she's hot. flirting with him yeah this is so weird because i feel like we've we've had so much of the storyline of like jack and jen bffs forever right yeah and so to immediately go into again they're teenagers and teenagers are going through puberty and like feeling weird emotions and like whatever it's normal but it was still strange and and very much came out of nowhere for me that it's like jen thinks jack is hot yeah well is that because like jack's hot like you could like objectively say like my friend is hot like i don't think that i was that weirded out by any of this like you know you change in front of your friends like she doesn't think that he's attracted to her like why would it be weird like i wasn't off put by any of this like i wasn't weirded out like this is like the dynamic I feel like Will and Grace sort of have. Like they've slept together before and they kind of like are like, oh, you look beautiful, like hot, that sort of thing. It was just like out of character, I felt, for the two of them because they've lived yeah. together. Like they they both used to live at Graham's house. Like assumingly they've- They're going through both such a dry spell, Kimmy, that they're like, oh, yes. we literally have no other option. <laughs> that might be it. That truly yeah. might be it. But, okay, I know that they're teenagers and maybe if this was aged up 10 years, then I would be like, sure, whatever. Like, if you have a dry spell and, like, you know, you're into it, then, like, what's a night? Like, it doesn't have to be weird. But, yeah, like, I have to remember that they're literally 17 years old and, like, kids can't process things like this. Yeah. Um, But honestly, like, like, I don't know. If you're both into it, you're both consenting. Like, why not? There's no... I'm not shaming them or no, judging them. Not. It's no. more of like this storyline feels like it kind of comes out of nowhere. Correct. Yeah. Correct. It just it very much was like, boom, this is happening. Um, I mean, I don't yeah. know. Like if I was Jen, I'd be like, oh, like my best friend's like really freaking hot. Like, you know, like why would that be like for and and I don't know, Jack could be like she's like a gorgeous girl. I don't I don't know. Are yeah. you are you are you picturing Dina again? Is this what's happening? <laughs> Dina's really pretty, but she's like has really small hands, and I don't ever want to feel like I have the man hands. Okay, I was like, where is this going? Um, all right, there you go. I can get that. I my husband has like similar uh size hands, like if we were put our hands up together, but like his hands are like much thicker. If that makes, we try to play thumb war sometimes, and it's like totally unfair because his thumb is like three times the size of mine, and. I beat him the other day though, and I was like pretty proud of myself. Anyway, the trick is to like hook 
hook it in. You know, you got to get behind the knuckle. Anyway. So you guys um, don't you guys don't ever kiss each other's hands, but you do play thumb war. Yeah. Yeah. I could get, I could this, get behind this marriage. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Kimmy's like, sorry, your relationship's bullshit. But... No, I <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I would play thumb war. Yeah. Thumb war is great um so we're uh we're back at dawson's house and he's just trying to like look through mr brooks's movie and gretchen has brought him a bunch of food uh and he's like yeah and she's like come on dawson like you there's so much going on like you should eat something and uh and he's just like he's like i can't make any more decisions tell me you only brought one type of cracker like i can't it's too much for me um, and like, this is a really nice moment between them. And Dawson's just like, I don't understand. Like I was paying this guy's fence and now all of a sudden, like I should be on my senior class trip. And I'm like, instead I'm making a decision about life or death here. Uh, and Gretchen says, you know, adulthood just encroaches on your life sometimes. Um, and, and this is like highly relatable. I think from Dawson, what he says next, where he's now 17 and this is the first time he's really ever had to deal with death of someone he's close to because his grandfather died when he was super young so he didn't really experience death and not only is he experiencing a huge death in his life for the first time and but he's partly responsible for deciding how it happens um and this is like very rough like to think poor Dawson is going through this type of turmoil at a young age and never ha- dealing with grief on top of the decision making behind it Kimmy yeah, I, I, I really, like, he says it all right here. Like, he started painting this guy's fence out of indentured servitude. And yeah. then, like, they only got co- close at Christmas, which was, like, three months ago, really, right? And now he has to decide whether or not he lives or dies instead of being on his on his, on his his ski trip. Like, his parents should have stepped in here and been like, go on your ski trip. Like, think about it. Like, breathe. Do all this. You don't need to be there to watch him die. Like, this yeah. is... This is bad parenting, and I and I feel I feel really bad for Dawson. Like he just he didn't get to have any fun this episode. It was too serious, and in a very fun episode, Dawson did not get any fun. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Gretchen says like you have the best judgment. Like that's why he picked you. Uh, he's like she's like he didn't see how young you were. He just figured that you know how old your heart is, and that you would make the right choice. But Sarah, to me, it very much it instead it felt more like, um he doesn't have any family he sees you mm-hmm. as family i don't think it was about dawson's judgment as much as it was mr brooks did not have a lot of people in his life yeah i i can i can agree with that um we don't know if mr brooks had any siblings or nieces or nephews or anything like that so i do think that ultimately mr brooks saw dawson as a grandchild or you know, a, a family member in his life that he didn't have. And I think that, um, yeah, it was more so out of nece- once again, if he doesn't get like literally all of his possessions, I'm going to be like really annoyed, <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah. And I, I like, I, I want to like, you know, be very sympathetic to Dorian Dawson because he hasn't had that much experience with death. And it reminds me of like a conversation that we had in season one or two about, um about like the pressure that he was putting on joey to like yeah. go to his mom's grave and like deal with that and i remember having this conversation like 
Dawson's never had anybody in his life die before. So he yeah. doesn't know yeah. how it feels. And he can't understand what Joey's going through at this moment because he hasn't been through it. So mm-hmm. I think that it's an interesting moment to see Dawson going through something like this because it's a life experience that he hasn't experienced before. And maybe after this, he can kind of relate to you know joey a little bit more in the sense of like loss um but yeah i think that um i think that gretchen's giving him the benefit of the doubt in the situation and is trying to make him feel better mm-hmm. yeah yeah um yeah it's a really tough spot to have dawson in to be losing like the first big person in his life in general but then also to be put in the position of having to make a decision about that is very difficult um but then we move on to jack and joey and jen and pacey are all gonna go to a pizza place poor jen slips and falls again (laughs) so bad ridiculous i was like what do you you can't walk anymore like and why didn't jack catch her it was really bad it was yeah just slips and falls out of nowhere uh so then they're in and i I, again i don't understand this why joey and pacey decide hey you know yui who we all hate let's go spend more time with him on our free time and join him at a pizza place um okay sure uh, and they like, of course, Yui immediately starts putting in digs about like, oh, you haven't had sex yet. Like everything, everything he says is a sexual innuendo. And Joey says the amount of sexual pleasure the average teen girl gets from the average teen guy in some random keg party hookup is negligible at best. And Anna is just like, unless you know you're with a guy who knows what he's doing. Uh, and Yui says, girls have it easier than guys. There's no performance anxiety. Once they decide to do it, all they have to do is ask they should be the ones carrying the condoms in their wallets and all of the guys cheer. And I'm like, can we, like, can we need to get enough of the toxic masculinity, please? Like, I can't stand you. He's the worst. And, and, and like all the guys cheering for him. I'm just like, what are you guys cheering about? This is like <laughs> a, hot, a hot take or like yeah. anything fun or fabulous. And like a lot of girls do have condoms in their wallet. Like this is not like a, a heavy yeah. task that you have to have on you. Like a lot of girls have it too. Like it's not, it's like, relax. Relax, right this and nine times out of ten i feel like what yui is saying is actually the opposite of true right. where it feels like um the girl is always the one responsible for making sure she doesn't get pregnant right yep. so she's the one who has to be like don't forget to put a condom on or she's the one who's on birth control have you ever heard of a man being on birth control yeah. no the only thing they could do is the old snippety snip why can't we put men on birth control? You know, why is it always on the women? And that's why I feel like it's not even true what he's yeah. saying. It's 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 awful. Like it's like it makes zero sense. Like all of the pressure is on the women. Yeah. What are you talking about, Yui? Like what? Yeah. Uh, and Sarah, the only reason this even comes up is because then it's like everybody take their wallets out. Let's see who has condoms in their wallets. And Pacey says, Oh, I left my wallet like back in the room. And when they go to leave. Of course, Joey stops him and she's just like, why didn't you want to show your wallet? Like, I know you have it. And he hands her, he hands her his wallet and there's a condom inside and she's pissed. And I'm immediately Mm. like, girl, he's being, he's being ready. Like, I don't understand how this is a negative. Because she was like, you know, my man's not like every other man, but like now it proves that he is i suppose in her mind i also want to say that um in the year 2021 when i went to a bachelorette party we did a whole thing where we did a scavenger hunt and on one of the 
items on the list was find somebody that has a condom in their wallet. And we asked like 50 plus people and nobody did. And yeah. we finally found one. And guess who it was? It, it was, was a, a woman. 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 Yeah. Yep. It was because a woman. Because the men expect the women to either have them in like, it depends, I guess, on whose house you're going. If this is like a one night stand, right? Let's pretend. Like whose house are you going to? Maybe I have condoms like in my drawer, side drawer or whatever. But I feel like, yeah, the men just assume the women either have condoms or are on birth control. So they yep. don't care about like STDs or anything else that you need to prevent in that situation. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I, we, I, I found she had like a whole box, but um, she was very sounds, prepared. She sounds awesome. Love that. Yeah. So love her. I, I, I refuse. Like you know, guys don't do it anymore. But yeah, like Joey gets pissed at Pacey in this moment, and once again, I don't find it very fair because. A, he's being safe. B, he is, you know, being prepared. He's not making assumptions. He's just has it in case that something yes, comes up. Because in a situation like later, right, where like, let's pretend she doesn't even notice the condom or whatever. If she's ready to do it, do you really want that moment to have to go find like a convenience store or something to get condoms? Like, no, you should be prepared at all times. He's keeping yeah. you safe, Joey. Like, this is not, he is not wagging it in your face. Like, he is not right. saying let's have sex right now he is being prepared in the event that you i mean it's an assumed thing you eventually will have sex together and so i don't see how that is a bad thing for him to be prepared for that moment it's very infuriating again joey drives me up a fucking wall in this episode yeah and it would have been bad if he had pulled it out like that would be exactly like, he was like protecting you yeah he, did, he yeah. was like no never like i don't want to like be a part of this of these you, he's these, keeping these. your relationship private yeah. like you would want you know, yeah. it's yeah. Um, and so then we're at the chapel and Dawson joins Graham's there and they start talking about, you know, prayer and Graham says she's there, you know, to pray and also for the quiet. And he asks what she prays about. Uh, she says she prays for who she loves, for those who are no longer with her. And Dawson says, I haven't prayed since I was a kid. And even then it was more of a wish, something I wanted, but couldn't say out loud. And I was like, this is a relatable content. Like <laughs> when you were a kid, you're like, please, God, give me a sports bike that, ha you know, <laughs> it's, it's not the same thing. Um, and Graham says, what, what would you want if you were to ask? And he says, I don't know. Do I pray for him to make it? um uh to tell him you know for him to wake up and say it's time to go home do i pray for him to die to ease his suffering and he says i keep looking for a sign uh to confirm my instincts and grams asks what his instincts are and he says to keep waiting and she says that's what we'll do together and i find this interesting like i guess waiting until you feel firm in your decision is a good thing but also i feel like they're I don't know. I, Kimmy, you talked about watching Grey's, right? Like, I feel like the doctors would be like, you have this many days to make a decision or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and they would they would just say, like, this is how much it would cost if you want to keep paying. Yeah. Um, this amount of yeah. Time. I mean, it let's be realistic sense. here. They can keep somebody in a medically induced coma until the end of time. It really has to do with... Uh, you, you, it's really hard to talk about because 
I, everybody has like very distinct feelings about all of this. People feel yeah. as though like it's in like God's hands. People don't want to put the ownership on them to let somebody go. There's a lot of emotions here. Sometimes you're thinking more about you and your family's feelings more yeah. so than the person that's in the situation's feelings. So it's, yeah. it's all of this. And once again, this little show, Dawson's Creek, is speaking know. on so such crazy. a big social issue that's really hard to articulate because everybody has their own feelings. Like, I don't know about you, but I would not want my family to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on right. a very thousands. fractional yeah. option that I can come yeah. out of it. And um, but a lot of people don't feel that way. And a lot of people really put their own beliefs and feelings into the situation first and that's totally fine too nobody wants to play a god in all of this yeah so i i can understand why somebody especially at 17 years old that does that you know like i've had discussions with my mom for example about what her wishes are he mm. never had this conversation with mr brooks about no, what he truly right. wants yeah. so it's like hard for him to like say like this is what mr brooks would want because he hasn't had this conversation. Like you talk about this with your loved ones. You talk about this with your spouse. You talk about this with your parents, but you don't talk about this with this random dude <laughs> that you just like paint his house one day and yeah. then gets sucked into his world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're back at the ski resort and, uh, and Joey's just like pouting, watching people ice skate. Again, <laughs> I like if I'm Joey slash Pacey slash literally anybody, no one is having any fun on this trip. And I'm like, um, why, why aren't you skiing? Why aren't you ice skating? Why aren't you getting cocoa? Why are you doing anything fun? No one's doing anything fun. Um, and Jack comes to join Joey. And I, I do like this conversation. Uh, Jack says his place has very strong John Hughes 80s vibes, which was very funny. Um, and he says, you know, ice skating, mini golf, arcades, nostalgia uh and He's joey says yeah, yeah. uh and joey's like i'm in a funk uh, he says what's your problem sex is my problem it's always the problem i've had so much conviction about waiting up until the right moment and not feeling guilty or obligated and uh and she's just like she doesn't know what to do uh and i love jack's advice here where he says you might be so caught up in trying to find the right choice you never stop to think about if there is a right choice it might right. just be a bunch of choices and i feel like this is actually great advice of like stop overthinking it like it's it's not going to even the right time you may just it, who knows every it's not going to be puppies and dandelions like there's going to be you know it doesn't matter right it's just a choice it's not a right or a wrong choice and joey immediately is just like well you're a real help and i'm like you know fuck off joey how about that <laughs> <laughs> and also like yeah. is sex always joey's problem like i feel like about it, like, <laughs> like for four episodes like you have a lot of other problems going on joey like yeah you your know. dad's in jail you know <laughs> you and your sister are trying to keep this bnb running baby alexander is always cold and outside like you have a lot of issues joey yeah, yeah. uh but it's, it's good advice it really is jack yeah and jack goes even one step further and says you don't need help you just it's only what you feel like there's nothing to figure out it's like what you feel and she's like well i feel fear and uh and yeah and he says you know uh deep breath and a leap uh, you know that's the kind of fear you're talking about you know to me and sarah i agree with you that we don't really ever get um an understanding on exactly what what where her fear is coming from yeah and i think that maybe here it feels kind of like it's fear of the unknown um yeah, yeah. but I, I mean i i 
I I feel like I mean, what are the most common things? The most common tropes? You're afraid that's gonna hurt. You're afraid that you look like unsexy and silly. Yeah. Like you're afraid yeah. that yeah. like your partner has more experience than you. The other person has more experience, yeah. and you're not going to be good in the moment. Like yeah. you're afraid of the repercussions that can come. Like there's things to be afraid of, but um. What, we do not hear it from from yeah. Joey. Like we do not know. But I I do love the scene that Jack is giving Joey advice. Like don't forget that like Jack's first friend at Cape Side was Joey. Yeah. They had this little like non relationship relationship in another world long long time ago. They were both in their own precarious situation where they were nearly nude and you know <laughs> there's a question yeah. of like did they have sex which is like so funny to think about now yeah. because it was eons ago right um but yeah like it, it it's nice that they had this moment together and uh and yeah his friendship with like jen really like overrode like any sort of friendship with joey yeah i um also his advice about like take a deep breath that's like my friend Cassie's advice about when you're too nervous about it hurting and it's too big, take a deep breath and yeah. breathe in. <laughs> so she can use it on several, several yeah. things. Like yeah. just, just take a deep breath, Cassie always says, mm. and you got this. So you know, we need some real, I mean, remember what was Jen's advice to Dawson? Like, oh, get yeah. yourself some lube. Yeah. Like, that's good advice too. Like, lube. Yeah. Yeah. What was your advice about like using ice cream? ice cream or something like that didn't she like oh yeah oh no, she no, was no. like you gotta lick it slow okay. don't eat it can't too be fast. too fast it can't be too slow yeah. Yeah. you have to you're just gonna you have know. a sloppy mouth at the end or whatever the hell yeah she you said. don't so are you the type of person who eats ice cream who bites it or do you take too long that you and lick it, it and it melts all over yeah, yeah. right mm -hmm. you need to find the thing in the middle yeah. but all in all <laughs> all in all jack is giving wonderful advice and joey's just like doesn't really hear him or like doesn't take it basically um we're back in the hospital and dawson is snoozing away when andy griffith walks in yes amazing we love to see it what a great guest star <laughs> matlock i was like what's up uh, matlock yeah he just shows up and uh i love this he's just like you won you old bastard you get to see her first uh and then dawson wakes up and he's like the fuck like and this guy's just like what's the matter with you kid it's like well you're just fucking a rando guy standing <laughs> in hospital and that's what's up. No, he uh, recognizes him from the freaking movies yeah and he's like says, oh you're a star i know you yeah he's just like oh you must uh not many people remember those old pictures especially not young people so he thinks he's arthur's grandson but of course he's not no, he's just a fan is what he says uh, and apparently, so yeah, he says he hasn't spoken to me in 40 years. He wrote me last month saying he'd been a fool mm. and he asked for forgiveness. Forgive him for what? The only person he ever hurt was himself. And he says he thought about calling after Ellie passed away. Um, he figured he'd be the only one who would understand. Uh, and he says the only reason he didn't was because he realized that Arthur's hurt would be greater than his. Uh, how many oceans bigger? Uh, and this, I just like uh, the understanding from from Griffith here is just so beautiful where he says he had all the years with Ellie. He had children. He had a home. He had a good life. Yeah. Um, uh, all that time he had been part of her soul. You give your first love. 
When he goes, he'll be with her. I suppose that's the way it should have always been. Goodbye, Arthur. Thank you for writing and for uh, staying until I could say goodbye. And like, I feel like this is like extreme understanding from Griffith that maybe you only get in, you know, that much maturity of like living that much life where he understands that like, um, uh, like Arthur punished himself for years, right? Like he never found another love like Ellie. He never got to live his life with Ellie. Um, and I think it's interesting, Kimmy, that we find out that it was um, Arthur who asked for forgiveness yeah. when I feel like he felt slighted by his friend and, and Ellie. Yeah, I, I think this goes to Sarah's theory that like Mr. Brooks is Dawson from the future and then yeah. Mat Matlock is now um, Pacey from the future. And so like they're coming back to like warn Dawson, like don't, yes. go, like, don't go like Mr. Brooks because then yeah. this will happen. And the only people you have left in your life is this strange little boy who paints your house. So <laughs> I think I think the the advice is really good, and um, I'm glad Matlock got to say goodbye. I still don't, I still am sad that Dawson missed his senior trip for this nonsense, but yeah. I, I really I I, I like this um, this this is us feel to uh, this episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought this was, you know, I, I think that it's realistic that Mr. Brooks reached out to his old friend, and I like that they they you know he got to say goodbye and you always hear these stories that you know some like like somebody an elderly person who's passing away like stays until like i don't know like one person comes to visit to say yeah. goodbye like yeah. they i mean literally spoilers for this is us like we literally saw yeah. that in the yeah. season finale um where rebecca was waiting for kate to come home so yeah. i think that it was um a, a nice moment like he needed that closure yeah yeah agree yeah and Dawson says like I'm not qualified to make this decision and and he says you know all you have to have is is faith uh believing something when common sense tells you not to um and and yeah I think like this makes a ton of sense like I this is one of those tv tropes that I actually really love and like I think that it's kind of nice to believe that it's true even if it's not of like the body's will to stay alive yeah. until a certain thing happens, right? Like he's in a coma. Who knows if he's listening, but it's nice to believe he is right. Yeah. Just for our own um, purposes of, of going on living, of grieving, of wanting to believe that like, if someone dies, they're still with us. Like they're still listening, right? They're over our shoulder type of thing. It's nice to think that this could be true, that Mr. Brooks was just waiting for, um the closure with Griffith to to move on and and hopefully be with Ellie right like be with Ellie in the afterlife of like being able to reunite with her which is really what he had really wanted um it is a really great moment and it's a, again very strange to have both of these things uh the whole Joey and Pacey thing and, and this in the same episode um it, it's just <laughs> it's kind of difficult when you're focused you know what I mean you're like your attention is drawn and it's it's like instead of having an A storyline and a B storyline we had like two A storylines you know yeah yeah um Not only for this podcast have I paid attention to this Mr. Brooks usually I just I I, mm. I fast forward through that part and just watch the Pacey enjoy one so I really appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> to <Yeah>. watch this. <laughs> Kimmy gets yeah. the director's cut. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're back with Jack and Jen. Uh Jen has now imbibed quite a bit in the tiny liquor bottles. She uh yeah, so she used the uh a hair clip in a little bit of time. 
to to get all the alcohol out. That's um, not how fridges work. Like, <laughs> not how fridges <laughs> work. Not even a little bit. Fridges work. This is a dark meth past uh, <laughs> Jen coming yeah. forward, just like finagling yeah. mini bars. And I, I don't understand how many little mini bottles does it take to get you know somebody drunk like it, it doesn't make sense shouldn't take to that me. much for a teenager well she has experience so the more you you know what i mean like maybe maybe yeah but then she more. also hasn't drank in like since the abbey days so um and so yeah so jack says like he's tired of being nami he doesn't want to play safe anymore he wants to be dangerous he wants to do mm. something reckless and stupid yeah let's have uh, fun yeah, yeah and we're like yeah hell yeah jack and jack's just like i want to get wasted and get in a fight and we're like yeah and let's so jack's go. just like Great, drink and we'll fight later. Um, <laughs> who so has Jack on? Who has Jack on their team? Is it Jess or Seth? Who does have Jack? Do uh, I think it's me. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and so, uh, so he's like, "You're the expert on like your dark meth past. What, like, what do you want to do?" And Jen, of all the things, we're like, "Go to a strip club, get in a fight, you know, do get naked in the hot tub, right?" Like, we're all like rooting for all this stuff. And Jack's just like, "Oh, I want to," or Jen's like, "I want to sit here with you." And we're like, "What the fuck? What the actual fuck?" Uh, I mean, they're besties. I love them. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I want to hang out with Jen and Jack. This looks like the fun place to be. That in the hot tub. <laughs> but like, why wouldn't they go hang out with like Joey and Pacey? Well, Joey's being a buzzkill, so maybe okay. No, I do yeah, not want to hang out with Joey and Pacey. No, 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 no. Nobody no. should want to. Oh well, except Anna does. Anna does. Oh, Anna yeah. just wants to come in in her in her bikini and just like I just want to remind you guys about the hot tub. And Joey's just like, we get the picture, and then. Joey is pissed at Pacey because Anna comes to ask them. Because here's the thing. Joey immediately is just like, well, she asked if you could come out and play. And I'm like, actually, she kind of invited both of you, Joey. So, like, what the, why are your fucking niggers in a twist? She's just being a bitch. I don't know what to say. And uh, she's so annoying this episode. <laughs> she really is. Like, it, it is. It is not great, Joey. Yeah. I like, knew this I'm was like the dark episode and a so, girl in a bikini yeah. came to visit us like I'm sorry <laughs> so annoying yeah because she's just like don't you have any comment and he's like no and he's like no matter what I say you're gonna take it wrong and she's like well like she gets so pissed at that she's like Timmy posted on uh, when you form thoughts you're willing to put on the record and he's just like oh god like, okay I thought, Joey tell yeah. me when you're willing to output thoughts that we can put on the record you yeah. don't give any thoughts yeah, and he's just like, I thought we were going to have a relaxing weekend. And she's just like, you know what? I'm so sorry that my neuroses are putting a cramp in your social life. Just go join your friend in the hot tub. Well, thank you and for the apology, like, Joey, because you you deserve, you need to give him one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, your neuroses is ruining my weekend, so actually. <laughs> like, I so badly, okay, because like sometimes I, like, I can be more like the Pacey where it's like, if I just want to have a good time and someone is ruining that good time, I'm just kind of like, okay, can I go hang out with someone else while you get over this? Because like I'm here on a, to have a fun weekend and me having a fun weekend is not like trying to argue with you. Like I actually want to go have fun. And like, I'm someone who theoretically could put this out of my mind and go have fun for a weekend and then like revisit it. Whereas like Joey is straight up the girl who's just like going to sit and pout all weekend and hold it against you because you didn't stay with her. Ugh, the worst. It's the worst. It's annoying. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and he's like, I'm not going to do that. You're going to be, like, really pissed off if I leave. 
Uh, and she's like, that's what you want though, isn't it? Someone who's fun, someone with more experience, who's eager to have sex with you. And he says, I want you, but like, I'm not going to argue this with you because you are just going to refute it no matter what I say. And she's like, I don't doubt that you want, this is, this is the most annoying thing, Sarah, because we've talked about this in the past. We're like, I am not someone who wants to like deal with someone who is self-sabotaging or yeah, like mm -hmm. pitying themselves like I do not have the personality to like lift people up when they're doing that I'm just okay. like you know what you're very annoying right now and so <laughs> Joey's just like well I don't know what I know you want me but I don't know why or for uh, what reason oh she wants like reason why do you love me like she he yes, wants it's annoying. Like, PC does that all the time though all so it's time. not like yeah. yeah it's not like PC doesn't verbally share why he loves her that's not what it is um yeah. so it's, it's really annoying in this moment uh and and it's like you know everybody wants to be wanted but the issue is that pacey feels like he's the one that's not wanted. correct correct yeah 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 it's it's absolutely infuriating because we all know pacey is the type to to tell her constantly like oh i love this about you i love that about you and the fact that she's still questioning it nine fucking months into this relationship is infuriating. Uh, and he says, if I was in for this relationship for sex, I wouldn't have lasted this long. Uh, he's like, I refuse to feel guilty about this. It's not a bad thing to want to sleep with somebody you love. And I'm like, thank you, Pacey. It's yeah. not. Like, it, you're making it seem like he is willing. He's going to break up with you if he can't get into your pants. Like, and that's absolutely not the situation they're in. Correct. Yeah. I think that that's what she's worried about, but that's not the case. Like that's for him. It's like, it's not what it is. It's just the, it's more so like, it's the not progressing in the relationship. Yeah. It's being in this limbo. And I don't blame Pacey for his next thought of like, yeah. then what is it? Then like, it has to be, if it's not me, then there's a, you know, a separate factor yeah. in all of this. And I don't blame pacey for assuming then it has to be dawson see that's been my thought the whole time yeah like i i i my the most annoying part about pacey this season is his insecurity about dawson even though yeah. joey has chosen him it's just it constantly comes up but this is the one moment you're right sarah where i'm like this makes sense and he's yeah. being so vulnerable he's like i this is i'm telling you what i'm afraid of like this is what i am yeah. this is my deepest darkest fear and she she turns it around on him and she's yeah. like like the worst and he's just being vulnerable and saying this is like what i'm really insecure about you're insecure that i only want to have sex with you this is what i'm insecure about yeah. she won't even yeah. let him have his own insecurities i think the, my problem with it is like because i love pacey where he says we want to be scared together but you won't tell me why you're scared and then he admits why he's scared but i I don't like the way he says it. It's mm. not that he says it. It's that he says it as a fact. Like he doesn't say, are you um, scared? Because he says, you're just too afraid to say his name. Like that he, he says it as he if it's that fact. Back, though, a little bit. Right? He does. He does. Yeah. But it's in this moment. I just feel like it's not, uh, it's not great to do it because it feels like, um, as an example, it feels like when a couple has an argument and then they bring back shit from like six weeks ago into the current argument, it yeah. feels kind of like that. 
And I don't blame Pacey for having these feelings of like insecurity about it all because again, she won't tell him what's wrong. She won't tell him why she's scared. So he assumes one thing. And if that's not true, she needs to set it straight. She needs to say what it is. Right. And so instead she's pissed that uh, he brings up Dawson again and PC says, oh, no, 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 fine, 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 fine. And you're right. Kimmy, he walks it back a little bit and he says, you know what? I'm scared. Uh, I'm scared. I'm not scared of whether or not we sleep together. Um, if we if we do it, it'll be right. But I'm scared that a little piece of your heart is always going to belong to Dawson. I'm scared that your heart will always have envisioned your first time mm -hmm. being with him. Mm -hmm. And that part of you doesn't want it to be me. And this, I feel like once he says this. It's fully understandable why he's having these feelings of doubt. Well, okay. So, but in arguments, usually it's like something's bubbling, something's bubbling. And then like, you kind of just like spit it out, but like, you're not fully committing to sharing what the full fear is. So that's where this thing is. Like at first it comes in like an accusatory thing. Like you're too yeah. afraid to say his name. And then like, he has to like explain what he really thinks and what he really yeah, yeah. means about this. So I, I mean, like, at, at this point, like, if he doesn't bring it up, it's never going to come out. Joey's never going to bring yeah. up this subject. And it just, like, finally for PC, it just, like, bubbles up and bubbles up and just, like, you know, without probably him even thinking too much about it, just comes out because he's being so vulnerable in this moment. So it's really, it's, I, I, I personally, I don't blame him. If he didn't mention it here, it was never going to come out. And this is what his biggest fear is. He's thinking that, you know, she wishes that she was losing her virginity to Dawson when she was thinking like all these years that he had a crush, she had a crush on him that she expected them to do together. And I said the same thing too. I said, um, yeah. up into the, like up until like this now, I could not envision a moment of this show where it wasn't Dawson and Joey losing their virginities to each other. It didn't make yeah. sense to me because I assume that this is what it's always going to be. That's why I still, unless I see them like in bed afterwards, <laughs> yeah. morning, I still don't fully believe it. Like yeah. it's hard. And then like Dawson is still, this is like Pacey's third person. Dawson's still in virgin territory. Like yeah. it's just crazy to me that like, they didn't lose virginities to each other. Yeah. And then it's just like, so Joey, Joey, Joey is also not helping the situation. When does she She ever? is not saying, <laughs> no, that's not true. She is right. never refuting what he says. Instead, she says, oh, that's how you feel. Well, if that's how you feel, why did you stay? Why stick around for nine months if that's what you believe? Ugh. Instead, Kimmy, all she had to do here was say, Pacey, that's not true. Right. Pacey, I want to be with you. Pacey, I chose you. But she's not saying that. And so what is he to think here? She's punishing him. And he says, like, I guess I'm just a glutton for punishment. And he Ugh. leaves. And it's, again, like, Pacey has had a bad season, right? We all can admit that. But he's so not in the wrong here. Like, yeah. if she needs constant comfort and, like, you know, reassurance, for her to not give that to him is very shitty in this moment where that's what his fear is and you're not even saying it's not correct. Yeah, when we get to the next scene, we can juxtapose, like, the way Jen embraces Jack's fears versus Joey just being like, what? No, that's how you feel? That's how you feel? It's like... Whoa, pump your brakes. Like, I'm literally crying here. Can you yeah. give me a second? 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I really liked Joshua Jackson's acting in here. Like there's a moment where he like turns around and like covers his eyes. It felt very real. Um, very, like, They don't, they, I don't know, Kimmy. Like, I don't know how this is supposed to be like the relationship that the we're supposed to always root for. <laughs> yeah. Like, the greatest love of all time <laughs> i don't understand i don't get no. it i don't get it is it the wall is the wall supposed to be bigger well we'll than get to the wall we'll get it we'll get the there later. we'll get yeah. there you know why you we'll know why um so <laughs> when we got to jack and jen's room uh, they're super drunk uh and uh and so yeah and jack's just like um no because i'm solemn when i'm drunk uh and I Jen- love jack i really yeah. do jackers is just like he's not main character energy but he is always a constant yeah <laughs> and and uh and he's just like no i'm solemn and introspective and jen's like listen they could she's flirting with him again she's like those could be sexy qualities and he's like no sex he's having it's fun. not flirting i disagree she there, they, they end up making out. She, they're flirting. They're like, flirting. She <laughs> just calls him sexy. <laughs> he and is she's sexy. Says, and he's she's like, oh, you're a sexy drunk. Uh, get brave and crazy. And he says, you're braver than I am. And she's no, I'm not. Uh, and Jack says, I'm scared. And he's, uh, what are you scared of? He says, I'm scared. I'm going to end up alone. I'm scared. I'm always going to be somebody's friend or brother or confidant, but never quite somebody's everything. Oh, so but he sad. also says, and this is so relatable to anybody who has had like a best friend, right? Yeah. Like I'm scared. I'm never going to find a guy that I love as much as I love you. And yeah. I truly, I don't believe this is like flirting on Jack's end. I truly believe this is more of a real, real feeling of like, I'm scared I won't find somebody that I connect with that like I connect with you, you know? Yeah. That's a that's a real fear of mine, actually. Right. Like I just have such great, amazing friends. And so like I really, really this relatable content um mm-hmm. for, back from me. I also felt like he was saying, like, I'm afraid the writers will never give me a storyline. <laughs> Don't give me Toby, anybody with Toby's tiny fucking glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The writers writers ever make me feel love. (laughs) And so this is when Jack leans in and they and they kiss and then they get like super into it and they're like full on making out. Um, and I love that the show doesn't make us wait too long. Like they, they're like intercutting these scenes a lot here. Um, but we're like, we're shocked, right? We're like, what the fuck is happening here? Um, and then, uh, and yeah, we go to a commercial break and with that, I think we're going to go to a quick commercial break to gather our thoughts on this whole situation between Jack and Jen. And then we got to finish up the whole Joey and Pacey do it situation. So we will be right back. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right. Oh, okay. So uh, let's cut back to Joey, who decides that after Pacey has accused her of a small piece of her heart always belonging to Dawson Leary, hey, let's fucking call Dawson. What a time. (laughs) Decision making. Great decision making on Joey's part. Not chasing after, not chasing after him and continuing the conversation and instead calling Dawson. And then it's like, you know, in a workaway way, she's 
almost asking for permission in a way. Yeah. Of all the people, I feel like Jack gave solid advice and she doesn't necessarily need to go to Dawson. But in a different show, Kimmy, in a different worse show, they have Pacey walking in on Joey on the phone with Dawson. Correct. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I forget um, who said this, um, but they didn't like the season three um, finale because it felt like the only reason Joey went with Pacey is because Dawson gave permission. And I disagreed with that part. I felt like she was like following her heart against Pacey. I'm sorry, against Dawson. But I here it's, it's sort of like that Sarah like I feel like she's she's almost she needs some sort of like sign the same way Dawson's looking for a sign to let Mr. Brooks go she's waiting for a sign from Dawson to be like is this okay um and yeah. I didn't like that but it's what it's, it's it's what she needed and I think that's why maybe Jess she didn't comfort um Pacey because it's actually what he was saying is true right like I, I a piece of me did envision me lose my virginity to Dawson yeah. and I need to let that go before we can move to the next step so like yeah it's it's it sucks but it's actually real yeah and but we don't even get them talking about that we get them talking about Mr. Brooks and uh her kind of just saying like she's really sorry all of this is happening and he says you know uh I do think I'm doing the right thing um, he says, uh, it just becomes too much for your brain to process. And all you have to rely on is your heart and natural human instincts. And he says, it's liberating. It's terrifying. But that's the point, isn't it? If we weren't so afraid to let go, we wouldn't feel so free when we finally did. And like, this is obviously right. Like it's, it's more, mm-hmm. they're talking about more than one thing without Dawson necessarily knowing. Right. Um, and Joey says, you make it sound so simple. And he says, it's anything but that, you know, but that's what Brooks is waiting for. Uh, he was waiting for his friend to say goodbye. Um, and Joey says that can be really hard. And then they say goodbye. And it's like, yeah, we all know that like Joey was waiting for like to get the final, like not like, okay from Dawson, but like to final goodbye of like, you know what? We're not going to be each other's firsts and like needing to like mm-hmm. um, needing to kind of say it out loud i guess even though dawson has no fucking clue that that's what they're actually talking about yeah can you imagine if dawson made like a realization that that's what they were actually talking he'd be so mad he'd be like no this is not what i meant (laughs) so ridiculous uh yeah it's it's so funny like i don't know kimmy like i do love that we get as much as i hate that joey called dawson uh i does track that he is the one who is able to give her the advice that breaks through to her and i do love the sentiment that he's saying where like you know what it's liberating to just go on gut instinct um and he says you know we feel free when we finally just go with our gut which i do think is what uh fucking jack was saying in the first place but you know we got if we don't get it from dawson it's just simply not okay it's ridiculous yeah (laughs) Like it is ridiculous that like she needed the same exact advice twice, but from two different people, and then she finally listens to Dawson. Yeah, and of course it's Dawson that she listens to. Um. Okay, so we go back. We're now we're now outside at the hot tub. Um, where uh, Pacey's just like walking, you know, walking by. There's fucking Anna, of course. Uh, she's like, oh, I didn't think you'd make it. And he's like, oh, I'm just taking, you know, taking a walk. Uh, she's like, listen, I need to, I need to be there for you. You were there for me. And I'm like, girl, you were trying to be there in such a different way for Pacey. But like, <laughs> sure, Jan. 
<laughs> I do think, I mean, Kimmy mentioned earlier how quickly Anna made all these friends and how hard it's been in yeah. comparison for like Jen and the rest of the creep creeps to creep creeps to make friends. Like, what is this? It has to be them now, right? Yeah. Yeah. She she like she single white female Penelope and she's like just taking over her entire <laughs> life. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like, oh yeah, you're Penelope, right? Like these two random girls walk up and I'm like, who are you? Yeah, who like, actually who are you people? <laughs> Uh, and then we're back to Jack and Jen full on making out like on top of each other by the fireplace. Jack has his sweater off and Jen's shirts like getting unbuttoned and Jen's like, what are we doing? And he's like, I don't know. We can't, we can't do this. Uh, and Jack's like, what says who? She's like, I'm sorry. You're drunk. You're drunk and lonely and gay. And as good as this seems right now, and it does seem really good. Uh, the feelings will pass. And he's like, how do you know the feelings will pass? And then he's just like, my head is spinning. <laughs> She's not well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I think like these two were like lonely and vulnerable and they have so much love for each other that I can imagine that it gets scrambled up in your brain and like, you know, it could turn into lust for each other. Like I, and I don't think like, once again, if they're like full on adults, you know, there's if Will and Grace can do it, then why can't these two do it? And like, and if you're in, if you, I mean, sometimes you can just, I don't know. I was, I was feeling it. Like, okay. <laughs> You know, you also sexuality is fluid. Like, why? Oh, like, it's my my issue. Is had in... sex with women. Like, you know, like I was into it. I was like, why not? Like, if they were able to keep a cash after the night, then sure, like get it in for the night, have a little drunk fun, and move forward. But they're seventeen, so that could not happen. Yeah, I'm like best friends, and I think it would have meant more. I think it was Jen saying like this would mean more to me than just like us feeling like getting getting it in like yeah. I would I would really like yeah. maybe fall in love with you and so she stopped it but I was with you Sarah I was like come on just do it come on. Really fun. Sex. Yeah. let's yeah. go <sighs> we so, all had our, our Anna attitude on like it's just sex yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's hot she's hot like let's just have a nice spicy night by the fire why not uh, and so instead, Jen is like, I'm going to go get some ice and get us some water. And he's like, oh, that sounds great. Uh, and he he apologizes. You know, he says, I'm really sorry. Um, meanwhile, back at uh, Mr. Brooks's room, uh, we see that kind of, you know, his heart monitor is slowly, slowly stopping. Um, and he he has passed away. Uh, and so then they all leave Dawson to be alone with Mr. Brooks. And he he says goodbye. And it is it is really sad. Like, it's a really touching moment um to get to see him say goodbye and kind of like we said before you know he was just waiting to be able to say goodbye to his friend before he let go um yeah. and, and again these really really weird scenes like interspersed together um because then we go yeah, back right? to the ski resort where <laughs> jen is just like going to throw away all the liquor bottles again why she goes outside to do this like your hotel has a trash but you know <laughs> cool or hide them in your luggage and bring them home i don't it's know just recycling uh, yeah, she's just like, oh, just recycling. And this this chaperone says nothing. Nothing. <laughs> a single word. What? He says, what? No, what does he say? He says, like, uh, what is this? And it's like, I'm I'm drinking. Like, that's what this is. <laughs> what the I'm hell? And that's drunk. it. Yeah. What? What do you mean? Chastise the children. You're the chaperone. You're in, tra you're, you're in charge. 
Can I we, mean, is that a flight right from Florida back to New York? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like wherever they're going, like we're, we're, you're getting in the car. I'm driving you back to your grandmother and you have like 20,000 more hours of community service. Like if you're going <laughs> to if you're going to get community service, it's not going to be for on the weekends, giving your friend ecstasy. It's going to be <laughs> drinking yeah. on a school trip, like do better. <laughs> Uh, and so then we see Anna and PC having a conversation and Anna starts off the conversation with, I know you're not ready to break up with her yet. I get it, but I think it would be a shame to waste this opportunity. And it's like, <laughs> ma'am, is the ma'am, ma'am, there are so many single guys on this trip. Why are you propositioning PC? The one who is in a nine month committed relationship ridiculous and he's like that's not gonna happen and i love this for pacey immediately he's like it's not gonna happen and she's just like it's not it's not a big deal like it's sex and we're all adults and i'm like um ma'am we're not we're not an adult <laughs> um and pacey says we're not even close to being adults it is a big deal i have been i have someone i've been want to be with for more than just one night the thought of losing her or hurting her it's not even a consideration uh for me it's not about wanting to have sex it's about wanting to share the most intimate thing you can possibly share with someone no matter how long you have to wait I'm really sorry if I gave you the wrong idea. And so he gets up and Joey's standing right there. Uh, and how long have you been standing there? Like every show ever says. Uh, <laughs> long enough to remember why it is that I love you. Why every part of me loves you. Mm. Uh, and she says, you could still be upset. You could still be angry. You earned it. And it's like, bitch, you don't have to give him permission. Like he knows mm. he can be upset. Well, yeah. for me, it was like about time, Joey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he says, he's not angry. Uh, and she's like, you have a right to be. You don't have to be perfect all the time. And I don't have to be so afraid. And so they agree that they're going to go lock the door. Cut Again, most boring fucking couple of all time on vacation. <laughs> no, stop it. Come on. Come on. Like this, this to me speaks like what, what Joey says right there speaks to me about their like why I love their relationship like she's yeah. constantly afraid of like how big their love is so she's constantly pushing him away and he's always trying to be perfect because he never thinks he's good enough for her yeah. right like mm -hmm. and so they have to work through that and they're teenagers and like it's just like they have to find the right time for for each other and I just I don't know I love it they're so cute and angsty I love it it's so ridiculous yes yeah, like, they want to read a story but they didn't bring their book so PC says I'll make how one long up. have they been working on this book together I think they just reread it constantly literally illiterate <laughs> like, yeah, book. it's like a 300 page book and they've been working on it for nine months ridiculous. <laughs> bullshit yeah She's always um, falling asleep, you know? He <laughs> <laughs> reads it's one page every day. That's oh what it God. is. Uh, and then we get a movie night with Dawson and Gail and Gretchen and his parents where they're going to put on one of um, Mr. Brooks's pictures because Graham's had not seen any of them. And it's so nice. Like uh, Dawson kind of like wraps his arms around Gretchen and they're just, you know, watching the film together. It's really I think this is like a touching way to tribute Mr. Brooks. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, like, like this celebration of life. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I thought it was incredibly um, depressing um, because like, 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 like Jen and um, uh, Jack are getting drunk and Joey yeah. and Casey are making out and poor Dawson sitting here with Graham's, his parents and watching like this old time When he's movie. supposed to be on his senior trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's very so, sad. So I thought it was a good way to, to give tribute to Mr. Brooks. But again, I thought he could do that in yeah. two days. I don't know why I had to be like right then, but I, I see you. Like yeah. it is, it is nice of him. Uh, and then we get <laughs> Joey's brushing her hair. I, this fucking trope. 
the brushing. So Joey's brushing her already crispy to a fucking crisp hair that is so straight and doesn't need to be brushed. And Pacey's like, oh, can I? And he, he starts like brushing her hair again. This feels like very Marsha Brady, like brushes her hair a hundred times before she goes to bed or something. Um, so Jessica, and- Jessica, hold on. <laughs> Jessica, you, you do not like the fact that Pacey brushed her hair. No, it's not that he brushed her hair. I don't mind that. It's that it didn't even need to be brushed. What, where was the fucking has tangle? Will ever br- okay? I know you don't brush your hair. I don't brush my hair. It's curly hair. But I has Will ever brushed your hair? No. Has Will ever brushed Winston's hair? Yeah. Okay. Did you? Do, does that warm your heart? No, it needs to be done. He's really fucking hairy. <laughs> there is nothing like a chore. more romantic. Like uh-huh. I don't need Drew to brush my hair, but like seeing a man like brush like his daughter's hair, or seeing a man like brush like my eight pound Shih Tzu's hair. Like it, there, it is like very like you know like it warms your heart. It's like like very attractive. Like to see like a man be like vulnerable like that uh a hundred like like so like i'm black so the equivalent of this would be like pacey taking out my braids or greasing my scalp <laughs> oh my god candy's <laughs> dropped immediately i'm with you sorry like, yeah. nothing <laughs> like oh but it is well, just yeah. that's, that's when joey was like yeah yeah find that condom. this is Come it on. also this like it. i love it yeah. when like guys play with your hair like it's oh, like another yes. version of intimacy yeah, I'm here for Jessica it. Jessica yeah. doesn't like this. She doesn't like physical touch. They have to be like arm's length away. That's not true. I just don't like uh my hair's curly. So like uh, someone like fucking with it is not going to make me so happy because like you got to keep those curls looking nice, you know? Okay. You don't fuck with my hair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can watch this moment for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. The hair brushing. Uh, yeah. And she's in her little like pajamas, which is like a cute little cami. Like we all had those fucking camis uh and so she's like do you do you still have your wallet and he's like i thought we were done talking about that and it's very much like like where wouldn't you be big if she if he lost his wallet wouldn't she be more concerned like yeah like do you still have your where would it go yeah like you lost it on the the thing well i guess you wouldn't be that concerned because he doesn't have any credit cards or anything he's only 17 she's she's trying to be cute here guys yeah she's trying your wallet let's try the dumbest question yeah and like, so they like and we have the moment too because he's like uh i i like the framing of this too like the cinematography where she is like facing a mirror and he's like standing behind her you know uh and she's like we're done talking about this uh and so they open it up and he's like oh you're gonna throw it away it's like don't fuck it that's a perfectly good condom don't fuck no it, it is it's a durex uh, when and fuck she- somebody with a durex ever <laughs> uh, and she's like i want to throw the wrapper away yeah, and then the music drops. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, and she's like, this is about how you carried my bag off the bus yesterday. Wait, it's- okay. Yeah, no, go come ahead, on. Go we need to give this like the proper. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, do you yeah, want me yeah. to use sexy voice? Go well, ahead, are there, there, there are nine things. Like, can you name uh, at least six of them? Oh, yeah. This oh, without looking. Game. Hold on. This without looking. Okay. okay, hold yeah. on. Okay. Number one, obviously the wall. You brought me a, a box. The wall. You me the wall. You carried her bags. Oh. Carried the bags. Yep. yep um you nine didn't make yeah. me hmm. brush my hair no that's not no, that's one. not <laughs> one of them jessica <laughs> they always have a napkin when she eats something sloppy oh yeah at yes. the movies popcorn good popcorn, job popcorn, greasy greasy hands at the movies um i'm pretty oh, sure the boat. the boat for three months without pressuring her to have sex yep, yep, yeah yep, that yep, was yep. a good well, one um, um what about something with drew from the previous week you oh Yui? he was nice to 
uh anna oh the, the no no the no the the golf like you hit the ball in golf oh, first so that you yeah, so yeah. i know which way to go yeah which yeah, is like yeah. very annoying like no bitch you go back and forth on who goes first because you <laughs> so you don't get the like this is bullshit it's not i, I like golf. that i i hate i um, hate not winning thanks Right. You've got you've got there's four more left, but you only need to get one to get six out of them. Okay. Or we already yeah. said the wall. Let's see. The wall is the most important one. It really is. Is it something about like how he's so much more like carefree than she is? Definitely, no. Jessica. What show were you watching? <laughs> that was last week, or like when she was with like stuck with yeah. Yui. <laughs> Come on, um, it's like it, this this moment I love and you hate, Sarah. No, I um, like it. Okay. No, 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 not this particular moment. This okay. is the moment she names that, like, um, oh uh, man, you read me books to think, sleep. You think the jewelry is disgusting? Oh, oh how you knew that you the bracelet was my mom's. mom's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 driving. Yes, you taught me oh, how to drive. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Oh, 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 and then we get the 10, 9, whatever, like, oh, you counted to 10. So you kissed me, you kissed okay, me yes. first, and the second time you counted to 10. Oh, yeah, nine. this is a, this yeah. is a great, yeah. did we get them all? You got them all. Woo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. team. Okay, I did, I, I'm not going to lie, I really liked this. Yeah. This was great, this is like, no, this is a classic, Um, I, I, even though it's a trophy, I love it. This is a classic, like, I'm going to tell you all the things I love about you in this segment of the show. And it's going to be things that us, the viewer have seen. Like, I yeah. love yeah. that, you know, Yeah. except yeah. the popcorn. Yeah. I don't know that we saw the popcorn. No, but I like that, that they, they showed them like what they do outside of us seeing them. Yeah. Like, it's like I like, I, I really liked this. I think that yeah. like this, I can, I can get behind. It was romantic. Mm -hmm. It was like one of my biggest things. Like, why does Joey like Pacey? Mm -hmm. Like, that's mm -hmm. been a question. Like, these are nine. She couldn't get to ten, but these I know are, these are nine <laughs> reasons why I like you. And then I love that she's like in like, you know, the first time you kissed me. It was good. And then the second time you waited till 10. Um, and then like a callback. We love a callback. Oh. And she starts counting from 10. And then on nine, he like goes right in. And oh. yeah, it's sensual. It's sexy. No, she doesn't. That's the thing. She doesn't even like she knows he wants it. So she all she says is 10, my love. And kisses yeah. him. Love. No, but on nine, he goes in to kiss her. No, she doesn't even say like one, two, three. <laughs> no, and she like doesn't count at all. It goes from ten, nine. She says oh. ten, and then on nine he goes in to kiss her. No, but she says you're I'm being gonna... a. No, she says <laughs> you're being a bitch. Says, no, I'm gonna count to ten. Ten. No, yeah, and then he she ten, says, ten. My love, and then on nine he goes. But that's she saying, doesn't even get to nine. No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Listen, this is what I'm saying. She says, I'm going to count to 10, meaning one, two, three, four, five, six. She doesn't even go one, two, three. She jumps to 10. She's not counting down. She was supposed to be counting Kimmy, up. Kimmy did, no. Kimmy did, did Pacey come from 10, <laughs> 9, 8, 7? No, or you one, counted two, two, 10. You counted two, 10. Joey is once again fucking illiterate. She can't even read her own story. <laughs> and she's not illiterate. That's not her math. She goes yeah, from ten or two ten. Two ten. Listen, off. she no. she's supposed to count two ten, but what bothers me the most about this is if in that episode, stolen kisses. Pacey kisses her right on ten. Like, he doesn't get for the actually, second. Like, yeah. He gets the time. Like he goes one. Like he he, he counts up and to he ten. Counts up. Yeah, 
Joey, it, it takes her like 15 seconds to like get in there, but that's after she finished talking. And but you're right, Sarah. Like it is he had he goes in immediately because he's like, I don't I don't need to wait until the end. So he yeah, goes, yeah. but it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but she just says beautiful. 10, my love. And then they start uh, kissing. And then they do the like, and we we do like the hand caress, like up the arm on the shoulder. Uh, and then he does like the move, the strap off and kisses her shoulder. And uh, she just like, it's such a good scene. It's so steamy. This is softcore. <laughs> this is some softcore shit right here. Ah, uh, it's like if you if if some people are listening didn't watch the episode, just like fast forward to the last four minutes. Yeah. It is so steamy. So like yeah. it 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 gets it takes away all the annoyingness of Joey this episode. I'm like, I forgive you. Like, I'm yeah, like, I'm immediately. With yeah, <laughs> immediately. And then, guys, can we just like spend time on this gasp at the end? Because oh yeah, the gasp. <laughs> it needs like proper. It oh. needs proper. I feel like Katie Holmes didn't mean to do it, and then when he like yeah. picks her up, she's like, <gasps> oh, yeah, it yeah. Um, it does feel like that. It does, and if it's not, it's then great acting. It's but it does feel very yeah. authentic to like she's flashing back to her days with Joshua Jackson and how they got it in and he picks her up and she's just like, <gasps> yeah. yeah, it's very I, good. The first, so I rewatched this because I stopped watching Dawson's Creek and then I rewatched it on TBS. I told you guys. Mm -hmm. And I was waiting for this episode because I remember Winter's Tale was like a big thing. And I was at a, a, a basketball tournament in a hotel room and my uh, teammates were banging on the door Um because they wanted me to like come out and like like I don't know go to Can lunch or something like that. And I was like I, I cannot. You pulled your friend at your thirteenth birthday party at the Marriott. Yeah, you were like <laughs> I'm gonna watch some soft core <laughs> in this room right now. I did. That's exactly what happened. Sarah. I was like, I was like I, I'm in. I'm 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 busy. <laughs> I'm busy right now. You are busy right now. I just I, I picture Kimmy like watching this in her hotel room, and as soon as like Joey does the gasp, she does it with her. She's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not like yeah. be a young, like influenceable person and watch this and not want to replicate this your first oh. time? Mm -hmm. yeah. I feel but that's the like thing. Like this is like such a tropey first time moment where like this is not like usually anybody's first time is like you know what I mean. It's like very rare that this is like your first time. I mean, in your head, maybe this is what it feels like. Um, but yeah, this is not. This is not usually I, people's first I time. Hope so, like somebody, like I have full faith, somebody out there. This is their first time yes. yeah they replicated yeah. it they i did. i think that would be beautiful yeah. beautiful yeah. work yeah. um great episode what a surprise i i do wish like a part of me if i had to critique it which i don't want to that much but i just wish they didn't have to be fighting like right up until, yeah, up until. the yeah. initiation but besides that like the scene itself art picasso yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's sort of like their relationship, so it makes sense. But it's just like I, I, I like I like the angsty piece. And Sarah, just like I would never come on for the breakup episode. Like in <laughs> fact, I, I, I don't ever like spoiler alert. I don't ever watch the breakup episode. Like it doesn't happen. Like yeah. I, it, it's out of my mind. I have yeah. to like you know meta game a little bit. Like oh, Kimmy's coming. It has to be like of some something. substance. Yeah. Yeah. And when the watching it, I was just like. You know, this is uh this is like not going the way yeah. I that was, that was going to go. And then we get to the end. I'm like, oh, it all makes sense now. It all makes yeah. sense now. Yeah. It was but a great episode, great ending to an episode. And it made me like um some episodes really make me want to hit play next episode, like immediately after they oh, end. Yeah. And this was one where I was I mean, like, no, 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 I can't. I have to record aftermath. the podcast. I'm, I'm very like, I, I like to record the podcast and not watch anymore until I'm done. Cause it yeah. feels a bit like, 
because again, I have seen all of the show, but my memory is not great in terms of a lot of it. And so I love to be like resurprised if that makes sense. Um, yeah, for sure. So what a great episode, but we have a lot of feedback to get through today. Um, people obviously also knew this episode was coming up. Um, yeah, and so, <laughs> uh, of course we have our voicemail from Temi. So let's hear what he has to say. Hi ladies. I know you had a lot to talk about in this episode. I'll just give you the minutia. Tony Hale, he was from Gastron Community. He was in the episode with the uh, clay sculpting. And uh, he said there could be no ghost references, especially no hilarious guy on guy. Andy Griffith also in the episode, I think he'd be knighted if you were British. That celebrated of an actor from when TV was black and white. I think Jack is the subtle key to the episode again. Um, he has a conversation with Joey in the middle of the episode. It then leads to Joey's conversation with Dawson. Dawson's saying some of the same things that Jack is saying. And I think it kind of unlocks um, these ideas for Joey. She's a great listener. So she's always able to figure out what somebody's saying and then put it into action, which is a really great gift that she has. And I also wanted to mention that uh, Jen, eventually when Jen and Jack are in the uh, room together, she's wearing that blue checkered shirt again. And she wore that shirt in season three, episode 20, The Longest Day. I said that was one of the best shirts, and I still think so. It's rare that you see somebody uh, wear the same cloth clothing again. I mean, people wear the same jackets in, on TV shows, but the same shirt, it's pretty cool, I think. Thanks. Interesting. I didn't make note of Jen's wardrobe because I was far too focused on her terribly fake wig that she's been wearing all season. <laughs> I, um, I did notice the repeated yellow fuzzy sweater, and I did notice the repeated uh, Joey's uh, coat. Where it's like, um, like a Sherpa coat with like, you know, yeah. a little. So, but yeah, Je they <laughs> they are reusing clothes. We love that. <laughs> I um, feel like we've seen this a lot in early seasons with Jen and like her leather stuff. Like yeah, she wore the same leather jacket all the time. Yeah. I can't believe I flopped in like the one episode of Community Building that you let me on to. I didn't even make the <laughs> nope. connection. Like, nope, don't know him. Yeah, I'd never, never seen, seen him. him before. But I'm thank you. So impressed with Temi's voicemails because he talks so like slow and stately like when I leave you guys voicemails I'm like oh two minutes I gotta go <laughs> Temi is cool calm and collected he's just Always. like you know and Temi like has great recall too Temi yeah. can remember oh, yeah. fucking everything Never it's so ever. impressive leaving Never me on I a ever. path of like trying to like figure out clues and like 10 things <laughs> i love when he does that i love when he drops hints for you which is like great. remember this i'm yeah. like i will try temmy yeah. but my memory blows <laughs> <laughs> uh all right of course we had to hear from the legendary dbk on such a legendary episode let's hear from him what up ladies how's it going so it was senior ski trip this episode and Pacey and Joey are going to share a room. This could only lead to great things, I'm sure. Like them fighting. 
for the millionth time this season <laughs> about whether they should have sex or they should not. And then Joey being a terrible communicator about her emotions, like she always is. And then she gets mad at Pacey for opening up and saying, like, yo, I just feel like I'll never live up to Dawson because you have this fantasy in your head about Dawson. And then she's like, how can you say that? I still care about Dawson because later in this episode, I'm going to call Dawson and get permission from him to have sex with you because he's going to open my eyes and then I'm going to realize I'm finally ready. But it was so ridiculous for you to say that to me, Pacey. Like, what is Joey on, guys? Explain it to me. I don't get it. I hate her. She's the worst. Pacey. Like, go find Andy. Please. Please for me. I mean, that's all I want. Well, until next week, ladies. Peace. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Mr. Brooks. Oh, yeah. And uh, Ben Matlock cameo. Who saw that coming? Oh, <laughs> uh, that was great. I love DBK just, like, raking Joey over the coals. I also think it's interesting that Temi... Uh, had said that Joey was a great communicator and DBK was like, she's a <laughs> shitty communicator. I do think I follow along with DBK a little bit more in this where like she says a lot of shit, um, but she's great at, she, or she's terrible at communicating her own emotions, mm-hmm. um, I, I think. But well, yeah. T- Tammy called her a good listener, which I, I mean, fine. But <laughs> she she can be a good listener. I think she's yeah, good yeah. at like, I think she's good at very specifically decoding Dawson language. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. She's good at listening to Dawson. And then we have to sit here and wonder why, like, Pacey would ever say that. <laughs> yeah. do, but, like, obviously she can, like, be like, oh, yes, this is what Dawson means. Um, yeah. I mean, we can't we can't explain it. Like, Joey is flawed and we we can't really understand it i can say that andy is having probably a great time in italia and is probably not thinking about pacey at all that is the one thing i will say about that yeah she's 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 living her life like we don't need to bring her back into this drama like she's too good for this yeah they're gonna destroy her character more like they've destroyed all the rest of their characters yeah he's making upward Upper trajectory. Yeah. Uh, and then we got one more voicemail from uh, Sam. Let's hear what they have to say. Hey, Sarah and Jess. Uh, my name is Sam. I've been binging your podcast for a little while, and I finally just caught up. I'm really happy because I've been dying to call in to give my two cents on this very important issue, which is Graham's accent. Um, because you guys have been saying it's British for a long time and it's been killing me because it's not British. Uh, she is actually doing a transatlantic accent, um, which is a totally made up accent. It was invented in the 20th century for uh, people to sound more fancy, basically. Um, it's a mix between British English and American English, and it was used by uh, Hollywood movie Hollywood movie stars in like the 30s and 40s. It was also used by like elite socialite people in New England. Um, Mm. So like you can look up old clips of Catherine Hepburn using this accent and also like Jackie Kennedy. Um, So my theory is that Mary Beth Peel um, 
went in for her audition for Dawson's Creek at the age of like 55. She felt like she was way too young to believably play a grandma. And so she put on grandma voice. So she put on a voice that would have believably been used by a woman in her 70s from New England who went to prep school and was a hoity-toity. And um, yeah, that's my theory. Anyway, um, I have a lot more to say, but I'll call in again in the future. Love the show. Bye. Thank you, Sam. This Sam is, is so smart. Uh, Sam, why are you listening to this podcast? You're like, <laughs> Jessica, Jessica <laughs> Sam wants to help us be better. I think this Sam's makes so, so much sense. And yeah. also, you know who I'm yeah. thinking of? Mr. Feeney. Wh- yes, William Daniels. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I knew you were going to yeah. say him. So much sense. And you know what? Yeah. We should have known this, Sarah, because we did just cover the um, Downton Abbey 2 film on Posher Recaps Theater. And I feel like that was like a big thing too, right? Where they're putting on these like fancy accents, you know, the actors mm. that are in, you know. Yeah, I have heard of transatlantic or, you know, Hollywood yeah. mid-Atlantic accents before. I should have known, but we're not smart. Um, well, I need to now, that now here's the trouble. I, I need to figure yeah. out how to do a transatlantic accent so that my Graham's impression is I spot think on. that you can get there. I think I you think can. can. Okay, I'll try Jennifer? Jennifer? Yeah. yeah, I gotta just right. yeah. But thank you so much for calling in, Sam. We love getting voicemails from new people. Thank you for correcting us. We, you know, it, it just sounded British to me, but <laughs> I don't have a great ear for accents, so uh, that's amazing. I'm gonna have to work on my transatlantic accent. Uh, and thank you for binging the podcast, and we hope you call back uh, soon. What great voicemails we got today! Um, what a great episode to chat about. A momentous occasion it's finally happened sarah they've mm-hmm. had sex now we just have to wait for dawson to have sex when do you predict when is dawson having sex sarah oh gosh well i do think that dawson is probably gonna wait for joey so maybe next season i have no clue okay, season I, six or season five it's gonna be wild to think of gretchen takes dawson's virginity end of season five or season six so if you had to, you had to put money on you. If you had to go, Joey, uh, Gretchen, or like like a rando, some other, some other or like some or other Jen. person you haven't talked about, or Jen, or a rando. What would where, where are you going? I'm still leaning towards Joey. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, anything else you want to get off your chest, Kimmy? We always love having you on the podcast. We love getting your insight. This was just so much fun. Like I. I love this episode. I love talking about it with you guys. Like it was just, it was, it was great. The chemistry is off the roof and I'm talking about Joey and Pacey and us. So (laughs) (laughs) thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, I do want to say that like, I have about two more episodes in me this season, but I'll be back for um, season five because it it gets rough and it really hurts my heart. So I just want to put that out there. Amazing. And has to prepare yeah. myself. Yeah, prepare yourself. <laughs> uh, Kimmy, where can people hear more from you? Where can they get your thoughts? Uh, are you on the social meds, as they say? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on Twitter, Kim Griffith 51 um, and K Griff 51 on Instagram. Um, uh, me and my friend, we will be launching a podcast soon. So I'll let you guys know when that's happening, yes. when that's going on. But uh, 
that's that's it and just otherwise yeah, find me here talking to you guys amazing Thank you, Kimmy. Sarah uh, what do we have going on other places oh, yeah. we're, we're pretty busy so of course weekly Dawson's Creek and Boy Meets World content uh, towards the end of the month um, of June and in July we have some fun bonus content planned um, over at PSR you can find us um, this week we're finishing up our coverage of the first season of Time Traveler's Wife. Uh, very excited, having a great time covering that with you, Jess. And then also, um, I, I did a watch along on PSR this week of Parent Trap. That's a great movie. It really, really holds yeah. up. Very it's a great summer, 90s summary, summary movie. So, yeah. yeah, catch us at Chit 90s Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Sarah Ferguson amazing you could find me at the just sterling um we're covering community as always on community building that's been tons of fun we're on season three over there uh the amazing tony hill once upon a time was on an episode of uh of community. the amazing um, tony hill the amazing tony hill um but yeah that's that's probably everything we've got for you next we'll be back to see what the repercussions of joey and pacey maybe they had sex maybe they didn't according to sarah uh we'll see the repercussions of those actions on season four episode 15 four stories we will be back with you all next week thank you all for listening have a good Just one everybody. bye Shit Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.